hearing a huge vocal difference, I think, now. Yeah, she even sounds sexier. What episode is this, Sergio? It's a possibility. This is episode 63. That theme song was provided by Kick Snare Hi-Hat, our homie Dennis. Thank you, Dennis. Shout out, Dennis. Dennis. What's Thank up you. with it? Yo, yo, yo. Episode 63. We're here, and we got no fear, baby. We're talking about a very prestigious, intricate, intelligent, technological, advanced, and most importantly, underground Can't world of hacking. 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 hacking Computer is hacking. <laughs> so, Computer yeah. hacking and all, and all of its wizardy wonders. Yeah, there's an artistry behind it. I mean, I mean, we're not hackers. Yeah, right, we're not hackers, but here. we appreciate what they. Well, we don't appreciate what they I'm do. Ex- well, there's we, certain, we appreciate there's, the craft. Well, that's it. the thing is, there's different types of hacking. You know, there's yeah. people that want to uh, get people vulnerable, steal identities, the V for Vendetta take advantage people, of their shit, they expose and the government, and then there's people that want to, you know, use hacking for forces of good. Exposing the truth. Exposing the truth. The unknown. Uh, the reality. Today we are at Man. our good friend. Breelands, we're back here. You know, this has kind of been our database for a couple uh, couple days now. This is our hub, our home hub. Podcast here. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got the new task come on board today. And we also have our good friend in person that we've done remote podcasts with, Mr. Jermaine Obambe. What's up? Round of applause. Round of applause, please. Wow, that is definitely worthy of of a Jermaine type cat. Thank you. Yep. Turn the little squares or the. You should let it run a little longer than that. Like. Yeah, you're right. Do it again. Encore. Encore. Nice. Yeah, turn on the right. Right. The next one on the right. Nope, that one. That's the volume for the for the triggers. The master. Yeah. yeah, that's no, that's not the master. Oh, that's the volume for the. Oh yeah, 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 Excuse right. me, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah. We so, playing with our new toys, yeah, so you yeah, know we gotta awesome. make sure that we on point for you guys. Yeah. What's this? It, we're hacking shit all fucking day right here, huh. and this is one of the Chomp new things sweet. we're hacking. <laughs> Turn that shit down, <laughs> fucking Jesus. Yeah, that came Christ, perfectly bro. for me. No, Sergio, God damn it! It's this one. It's fucking that one. As you see, Manny's one. being oh Manny. Two more hours, he's gonna be uh, you know, Anders. Oh my God, you're gonna kill us. I think Sergio's fucking with us. He's totally fucking mm-hmm. with us. Well, first things first on this podcast before I beat his ass is the freaking bees. Let's go. Go get that beer. Yeah, well, ladies and gentlemen, that beer, I'm man. sipping on our last Samuel Adams cherry wheat. Jesus, so good. Cherry mm. Yes, first time sipping it, and I like it, actually. And, yeah. you know, it isn't a blonde, so your boy Breeland in the comments. So what did it taste it for you? Me, in my opinion, it tastes like marshmallow cherries and a hint of chocolate at the end. Yeah. Like some, not 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 dark chocolate, but like milk yeah, chocolate. Yeah, for me, it was like fruity pebbles and very like, I it's guess just, that's like the wheat and, you know, with well, the cherries. Yes. Cheers to the craft, fellas. Let's give Cheers it a crack. Cheers to the craft. Here we go, you guys. Uh, mm. Right here, my boy. Cheers. Ah, double up, double up. Cheers, 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 cheers. We're all right drinking here. different ones right now, but right, let's ah. go. Oh, right here. Ah. Uh, we're sipping on the Booze Brothers Brewing Co. Just from One Eight Hundred Tropics. It has a toucan on it with like a cell phone that he's holding. Uh, it's kind of weird. Uh, it looks like he's a dope dealer with, yeah, with a colorful shirt on. Yeah, you want to read the back, Breland? Ah, 
Here we go. Here we go. Let's see. Wanna do it? Uh, where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Ah, you've reached the mm. office of Mr. Good Times Fancy Pants. Mr. Good Times is currently undergoing an exact. What is that? Existential. Uh, I, I can't see. Existential crisis. Trying to figure out whether he's drinking an IPA or a pine pineapple juice, or if it is a pint of exits at all. Open your eyes. Do I exist after I'm all only a writer's mockery, a written of mockery a voice. of voice recording? All right, well, fuck it. You read it then, dog. <laughs> yeah. Finish it off. I was trying to, you know, do it for the people. All right, all right, all right. He left off right here. Somebody's answer. He what? treats me like I'm like he's my teacher. <laughs> what is my purpose? I'm here because one eight hundred tropics is a bike ride down the coast. It's a refreshing dip in the ocean, a pool party, volleyball match, a hammock on a private island. Yum. Those are metaphors. The beer is different. But if you like those things, you'll love this. Love the taste like fruit click. Boom. Wow. That's a good finish. I didn't listen to all that, but that sounded amazing what I heard. Basically, it's the... The Toucan Samberg going on about a pun about him existing and liking this beer. So let's see what it's all about. Let's see if I'm going to really have to hit up the 1-800 number. I took a sip already. It's, it tastes wonderful. Oh, my goodness. Tropical. <sighs> is it IPA or is it pineapple? Pineapple juice. It's hmm. an so, IPA, okay, I get but that. it is But you know what, though? Tropical. It always has, like, at the end, it has kind of like a nectarine or like a refreshing, like, peach Tangerine, type or yeah. something. Yes. It's, it's definitely has that tropic. There's yes, some it citrus does. flavors. Citrus I, feel, I feel like the Jabakita Nana Lady or man version with all the fruit on my head dancing, like. <laughs> 1 800 Tropics. Chiquita Banana. That's why I said the man version. <laughs> what do you guys What do you guys? I think? am Cuban Pete. Come what on think, and buckle with think, me. Jermaine? I do definitely taste the fruitiness of it all. So I taste the tropicalness. It's refreshing um, for IPA. It is. For an IPA, it's still pretty heavy, I would say, still. It's still got some heaviness yeah, what to is it. This, uh, After drinking what I've been easy. drinking. It's a 6.7. I'm going to keep it real with you. You guys know in a podcast I'm not a big IPA fan, but this one here is quite refreshing and smoothing. It has the IPA taste at the ending, but it's real smoothing, followed by it's tropic, then a bitter IPA taste way at the ending. It's tolerable. Yeah, it's tolerable. It, it's definitely so an bitter. IPA for everyone. It's, ref- really. it's a refreshing bitter. Something that you could probably drink throughout summer, like a midday at the Parker Beach. Oh, dude. Agree? And the cool thing about it, it doesn't even look like a beer on the outside. It literally looks like it's like an energy drink. You're drinking something. a salsa water, officer. Yeah, it looks freaking awesome. I love this can. I love the way it looks. Um, this Shout beer's really good. Brothers. It's a little sweet on the first touch, but, I mean, all the way through, you just taste beer for sure. It's a good aromatic taste. Yeah, yeah definitely. It is. Yes. Well, like I said, I, I appreciate the tropicalness of it all. I taste the tropical straight I up. like I'm the tropical, tropical man. The tropical. Shout out, Moon. Tropical man in the tropical lands. All right. Well, uh, let's go ahead and start this hacking podcast off. So, kind of did an explanation earlier, but... Uh, what is a hacker? What is a hacker and what do they do? Um, well, the real thing is... Let's talk about the origins, because everyone thinks about a hacker as like this guy that sits behind a computer, doesn't shower a lot. In his grandmother's basement or mother's basement. And uh, just hacking into government database systems and wreaking havoc on the internet. Trying to figure Um, out where your 51 pictures are. Well, believe it or not, Steve Wozniak, uh, one of the first people that invented, um, you know, Microsoft, Mm. or not Microsoft, but Mac. 
Apple and all those devices and stuff like that worked alongside Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Yeah. Um, he was actually an advocate for such thing as phone freaking. And phone freaking yeah. was actually the very first instance of people coming together for knowledge information and they also just wanted to trade off different ideas and stuff that they that they found out really without the government yeah mark zuckerberg also did the same thing so it was a lot of people that you know are pioneers of like technology and you know a lot of uh uh, social media as we know because i mean it makes sense if anything outside thinking outside the box the more radical ration thoughts or you know just necessarily catching other people when they admit to things that you can't see Mm-hmm. So, you know, oh. going through recycle bins online, going through, you know, deleted files, going through emails. Like going through your trash. Going basically. through oh, yeah, Basically, like somebody's Cyber. in, you know, like the FBI going through your trash after you shred it to piece it together. Yeah. yeah. Huh. But it's files on your computer. Mm-hmm. They're always there, people. There's always fragments of it. They're always yes. there. Never Everything's really there. Um, so, basically, uh, one of the first advocates for hacking, the first person to really make it, a sensation and gain a nickname from it was a guy that they called Captain Crunch. Captain and Crunch. Uh, check this out. So this is actually the reason the whole podcast idea started was because I read this article about a Captain Crunch whistle that um, was used to hack phone lines. So uh, if you guys know, like back in the days when they invented, they had operators and then that got taken over by digital, uh, you know, computers and things that would recognize tones. Well, what this clever dude did was basically figure out that the tone that was emitted from this small box whistle that was given in the Captain Crunch box mm-hmm. was actually the perfect tone to make calls across the country and across the seas and basically do long distance phone calls for free. free. For free. <laughs> Basically saying, screw you, Uncle Sam. You ain't getting a piece of this He's just pod. DOI, a long-distance call. So exactly. he was already uh, in military intelligence, so he did have a raw kind of indication of how to hack into stuff. So he figured out the whistle from, like, a long shot. But basically he explained, like, he would uh, do combinations of the whistle to get to different phone lines and stuff like that. Hack basically... The telephone system and the telephone companies. And the telephone companies basically at that time had everyone by the balls, yeah. right? Um, so they were just trying to figure out how to get free calls, how to do all that stuff. And they did it with the freaking whistle from a Captain Crunch box. <laughs> and I thought that was amazing that they were able to do that. Well, along the lines, Wozniak founds out, founds, finds out about this because they invent this thing eventually with all these phone freakers, that's the, what the community's called. It's not called hackers or anything like that. These phone freakers then start meeting up, having their own, uh, you know, little sessions of trading information off. All of a sudden, some dude rolls up and he created this thing called a blue box. Now, what the blue box did was basically emit tones that would allow phone freakers to hack into different networks. So you could literally call all the way to ireland and just like hear like a voicemail from ireland and that was cool to them like yeah. them just hearing a voicemail from ireland or like hearing like a japanese like voicemail or something like that they would get a kick out of that they were fucking hyped off that it was like a drug for them you know like they loved getting into the network and finding stuff out about this stuff and this is barely when personal computers weren't even around yet yeah the, the internet was uh yeah, it was around. It was de- it was developing. I mean, the internet has been existing since like what the eighties. 
Um, yeah, so this was the 70s when this went down. Oh, shit. So this was way before that. So eventually, they find out uh, these blue boxes because somebody's making these blue boxes, selling them to phone freakers, and then somebody spills the beans on all their shit. And uh, basically, they talk about the secrets of the blue box, and they um, expose everything that the phone freakers are doing. Wozniak reads the Esquire where the uh, article was published and he figures out like, dude, we can make money off this. Like we could do something with this. And he was just genuinely interested as well. So him and Steve Jobs started making these blue boxes and fucking selling them on campus to people. And Steve Jobs was the one that came up with the price point. So he's like, we're going to sell them for 170 bucks. And then they would be like, okay, they would go, they went to a sales pitch. They had a little sales pitch. They would go and knock on dorms and be like, hey, um, have you talked to, uh, is Nathan there? Who? Nathan, Nathan Diaz. Make up a random name. You know, the guy that has a blue box and he's able to get all the free phone calls. And if their ears perked up and they were like, what? Mm-hmm. They know they had a potential sale. Uh-huh. So they sold at least about a hundred of these. And obviously they branched out to what is now Apple and Everything that they do now, you know? Basically, my friend just said Apple kind of started with some dirty money. Yeah. Yeah, that is dirty money, if anything. It was so, illegal. I mean, but it was, it, was, it was the idea of, of, it was the idea of the hardware that made it. It was like Something illegal that, hardware, that you know? isn't, you know, that wasn't possible to have, but then, you know, turned into something that allowed people to go outside the norm and create a new wave. Yeah. Right. And the phone freakers was basically the uh, first instance of people sharing information about technology to try to figure out ways to manipulate it in their own terms and circumstances and do with it what they wanted. And uh, it started off with phones. Hacking started off with phones straight up. Um, another, thing up I, with phones. another thing I heard that was interesting was Wozniak was explaining like, the term hacker, like before it was connected to a computer or anything like that, it was actually connected to a person that would sit down with like a technological instrument, whatever it might be, and learn the ins and outs of it and everything about it and literally just like be hacking away at it. Yeah. Like literally learning every single, like a hacker. Yeah. That's, that's one of the original ways they use that term, you know? So Basically, it's about learning the craft that somebody else made, becoming an expert in it, and then manipulating it with your own terms. Yeah. Well, they basically created like a whole, uh, I don't want to say feel, but something that it could use as a tool for, you know, like yeah, for future technology yeah. and computers, you know. I mean, but that the right there is, off with phones. is the, uh, that right there was a jumping point for that. Yeah. So that shit's That's awesome. That's highlight on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, that's it. I would say when it comes to the original phone lines and operators working, they were working with what musicians now call a patch bay, right? So mm-hmm. operators were patching in this, that, and the other line to line. And so, you know, this is a whole deal of, you know, the, the transfer from analog to digital. So these people were actually hacking into signals, um, analog signals, electrical signals, in order to 
be able to do what they were doing, you know? And so that's how we know if it's a long distance call in the seventies or whatever, they would, you know, your op- you call operator, they don't do. Hello, this boop, is operator. Boop, and you see you, them, you see so them back so? in the day, like, you know, putting in the One patch bay. And wall. so right now we use that. For music, actually, we use a patch bay for music, and it's one of those things where you plug in, you know, your inserts or whatever it is, you know. And and uh, so, I would say that for people to have figured that out, I think hacking, it, you know, initially it was probably just a, a rerouting of uh, information, right? You know, a rerouting of information, and the back you guys door. were. Yes, yes. And you guys were talking about, you know, Steve Jobs and, you know, or Apple and the Macintosh and things like that. But, you know, um, I learned that Windows was, you know, obviously came first. And then um, Macintosh and Apple, Steve Jobs, since they were so like underground and shit, they actually did backwards engineer their situation. You know what I mean? And so when you actually look at the binary code of, of Windows, and you look at the starting out binary code of Apple and shit, it's actually a backwards binary code. It's actually read backwards as opposed to forwards. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that's just one of those things where that's from analog to digital, you know what I mean? And so these guys figured out, obviously, how to convert, you know, such things in a way, in a way where... So do you believe some of these reasons or why we switched over to digital in the per se? Because I do know the analog is still used by the government today. And there are analog lines, but, you know, if you look at the phone lines, majority of every phone line is digital, which is connected to Wi-Fi or the Internet. It's hard to find the actual landline. Um, I think for the most part, landlines, obviously they still exist. Um, and your question is what is the, the different, like, what is your question? Actually, My question to you, Mm -hmm. since you're knowledgeable in this is Mm -hmm. when it comes to land, actual landlines to now the big conversion of it, the conversion of going from analog to digital, you know, we're probably one of the last generations that will publicly have analog. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so we grew up with analog compared to other places, you know, like, for instance, party lines. Everybody knows that, which right. is a form of it. So, yeah, that was actually you know? that was actually um, those party lines and stuff was an invention of phone freakers. They would actually exactly. f- make their own almost like their own servers in a way and and connect people. So, to so crazy that we brought this up. Me and Moon. Shout out, Moon. We were just talking about this other day. And one of the first party lines started like in the 1940s or 50 which was used on that box that you said because literally no what is the machine not. called that you were talking about that that they use patch oh the patch yeah the patch bay basically if you lived in an apartment building place. or in a home literally in that area in an apartment building more or less it would be you know when you connect literally that building that you were in was one line yeah. So you were able to, you know, patch in. But if he lived on the second floor and he was trying to call somebody, it was literally that one line that the operator picked That's up. That's it. And that one line. That. So a lot of people started <laughs> jumping on the, the line, phone man. together and doing almost like a party like, on, line. Man, you know? you've been on the phone. So in the 1930s or 40s, if you picked up the phone and decide to call your mother that was across town, 
he might still be on the phone talking to his mother across town. So it'll be like, oh, you know, I could listen into their conversation. And then that's how you get those snooping neighbors right there. Exactly. Like, oh, I know I, I what you're up to, buddy. Growing up, like I said, you know, <laughs> it'll rain. I mean, even in, I remember even in the 90s, even in the 90s, right? Yeah, you know. Back little, back when oh, people yeah, used to call your yeah, phone yeah, and your, and your bro- older brother or sister was on the line talking to their boyfriend or girlfriend and like fucking, yeah, it was like you would that. be able to listen in and be like, you know, like, get the fuck off even the modern day the phone, from, I need to call my from, from back then to now, you have, you know, the, the spam collect callers calling, you know, somebody from India or China trying to ask you questions, trying to which hack leads you. to hacking, but it's a soft form of hacking. You know, they try to ask you, oh, when's your birthday? When's your favorite pet? You know, or even in a blog, people tend to ask famous people those type of questions, basically trolling them, but trying to get answers out them to figure out if this is their password, which is, you know, in a simple form, if you knew this Damn, person's that's email, crazy. Like, if you know this person's email, you know, and you go into your thing and forgot password, wow. there might be a question like, What's that your means that like your secret school, your you know? secret questions can't be anything that the public would actually know. Relatively, no. That's exactly. crazy, no. bro. Yeah, I mean that's true. You Especially literally got to live that life. Public figure you know or I'm somebody saying? that's yeah. influencer, you know, musician or stuff like that. If you you know discuss mm-hmm. your private life and you know public yeah. for everybody to know, these people are trying to guess. Oh, you know, what's your favorite? What's your mother's name? You know, and I've seen that on Twitch. I've seen it on Instagram Live. Yeah. People asking questions like that. And those people are a form of hacking. Yeah, you know. They're, They're definitely, trying to get your information. I mean, bots even are yeah. trained to do that now. But I mean, exactly. like, kind of going back, are you kind of done with the segment on analog to digital, bro? Jermaine? Well, it went into me asking. I just to yeah. answer my question. By <laughs> yeah, yeah, and your and your question was the big difference between the digital and analog. How you know expecting today? Well, I think like when things started out analog and we'll just talk about, you know, obviously we're focusing on hackers. I think there was a, uh, the guys that started it out, it was more of a, like it was innocent stuff like curiosity, you know what I mean? That sparked it. Right. And so when it comes to that, you know, like I, I think when it comes to intent and motives, you know, now a hacker nowadays is like someone who is, kind of, you know, despise and stuff. But there is levels of of ethical hacking, right? But at the same time, I think it started out just innocently, you know? And and you guys mentioned, you know, military and and things like that. And obviously computers and and such things were... Gotta let it go. Uh Uh-huh. And that's the trippy part is computers weren't even like an actual thing. Connected to to phones. You know? It's the only way to use a phone now. That's how it started off. Now you have databases and things that are tracking your whole phone call. It's, it's a way for the government to keep track of you. But, you know, when I think about it in the near future of things, when, when you know, when you're talking about, you know, not only hacking, but, you know, public domain and things that we do on social media, you're creating a persona and almost like a resume of yourself, of the things that you post, the things that you do, the you things that you say, history. you know, and the next 10 to 15 years, that might actually be like a public domain resume, you know, yeah. businesses, jobs, everything, you know. We'll be able to go back, oh, well, you did this on this such a day. Well, you know, we know that you did this, and, you know. I'm it towards you, Jermaine. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think that thing about it. like right now with such thing as like automation and AI and things like that. So it's it's expanded itself, right? To where like people don't even have to fucking do it. You can you can you know 
write some software or code, you know what I mean? Just that that learns, you. yeah, that learns this, that, and the other, and then it can algorithms. It's a bot, yes, and then it'll I mean, it'll do a pretty damn uh, good job. I yeah, think, as long as you I think program that's it the, the right way. That's the that's the trick between analog and digital. Is like no, you know, it's like that transition between. Um, you know, someone that's human connecting your calls versus a machine that's now doing that. And now you're find, finding loopholes within that machine to be able to, you know, do what you need to do. A cause and effect. Yeah, towards everything. So we're so we got on the next one. I mean, so that's a good one right yeah. there. Yeah. Analog and digital people, does have a big people difference. People got greedy. Like, people got greedy. Starting out, it was what? How you said people, it was... No, starting out hacking is what? People, long distance call. Oh, oh you're so... You know, a way, just a way to, not to... Now it's like, trying to cheat out like... Your uh, address, your phone number, like where you were born, all that shit. You yeah. know what I mean? It started so, off from cheating out like from having to pay long distance calls to like, you know... Yeah, and I don't, well, I don't really think the, the idea was cheating out. Do you see what yeah. I mean? I don't really think the idea was like to was cheat someone out. Way, yeah. It was just of the curiosity of it all, you know, that kind of brought it about. Like, how can we do this? How can we do that? All right, well, we figured it out. So, you know, at the, the same time. the discovery of it all. The discovery. Yes. And that's what appeals, I feel, like a lot of people that are hackers is the discovery of something new or the discovery of something uh, uh, basically like a preference or an ability of the technology that nobody knew before. Yeah. That well, they're taking advantage guys, of it. I just wanted to that's say true. shout out Randy. How you doing, Randy? I see you out there. Because Randy right there was good. So good. Dennis was out on there. You tuned in for a little bit, too. Yeah, Thank yeah. you, Dennis. I mean, just talking about, like, comments. where the intentions initially came from. I mean, nowadays, like, hackers do have, like, intention to, you know, extort or, you know, having to intrude into people's information and use it against them or if not just, like, for their own benefit. And it's just really interesting because, you know, a lot of them just see themselves as this, you know, Robin Hood uh, uh, icon. Character, yeah. character. Way to shove it to the man. You know, just wanting to, like, uh, steal money from the rich or, you know, tricking someone uh, for money. Well, I mean, honestly, to- this is a good segue right here is uh, one of the big ways of hacking is credit card scanning. Yeah, credit card scamming. Credit card scamming. I mean, I mean I see. Vice <laughs> did a really good piece on credit cards scammers um if you check that out you can actually find the video on youtube um but what they do we'll put it on the link is they're able to basically go to a starbucks set up a laptop and connect a scanner that scans for nfc signals now if you're not familiar your tap to pay there you go your tap to pay on your cards on your debit cards and your credit cards with a little wi-fi signal the boop 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 that is the tap that says that your card has nfc in it Mm -hmm. so if your card has nfc in it that means that your information is is accessible to to anybody that has that technology which is basically almost everybody. The difference is, is on your phones, the technology that you have that's NFC is encrypted. So you can't just go up and like scan somebody's credit card and get all their information. That's not how it works. You have to get a laptop. And what you do is you set up this laptop and you basically set it up with like a little antenna. 
and you're able to fucking just scan the room once for in, NFCs. And exactly, they get read or get, used. You're able you, to get you, once you get that signal, you basically are able to bounce that magnetic symbol or signal onto a, a credit card. And make your own credit and card. And make your own credit card. And people make credit cards good enough now where they're like, they have machines that basically punch in the numbers, punch yeah, in all the even automate like the numbers. And even, you know, in another form that you two forms, a layman form, I'll go with that first, is like, uh, I don't know if a lot of people remember Remember, you know, being in school and having your phone and most people didn't have codes to their Bluetooth. So we're able you to steal their in, music, you know. So I think all of us have a little bit of hacking, you know. You're able to check their music, their files, we'll you know. Search for Wi-Fi that's exactly. open. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the those, worst way to those get. Those exact things. And then another form of that would be, you know, getting back to what you were saying is, you know, uh, like when you go to the gas station or supermarkets. Putting and scanners things, on the you know, fucking debit card readers. Exactly. So a lot of gas stations now, I don't advise anybody to, you know, pay at the pump unless you're I using a business pay inside, card. Man. Pay inside because there's a lot of people out there, you know, that put these chip scanners trying to come up exactly on you, you know, and it happens. It happens to any and everybody, you know. It you might happen recently uh to my girl. She got like eighteen hundred dollars taken from the account. But shout out to Roxy, she and got it back. Oh, she got it back, but the thing is, is like back, back. It's so hard to find the person that did. It's so hard to find the person responsible because of all these ways to get the information wirelessly without exactly. anybody there. You got so people like, that change their IP really address be, randomly. Exactly. Yeah, really there's people that erase their tracks. Because if exactly. you all of a sudden see that, oh, a $2 charge may have gone here, but you don't know where the fuck it came from, that was probably just a test. Exactly. See how I, much they can get I've away. I've had with. that happen to me. I was uh, traveling in Northern California, going to Eureka, where I was going to school at in Humboldt, and uh, we stopped off to get, I believe, gas in Garberville. And we was in Garberville. We stopped and got gas, and you know, just like you said, I got back on the road, got home and stuff. And I realized they did. Somebody did do a test run. They did a test run, to see if they could pull like five to two dollars out. Then they tried pulling out five hundred dollars. They got it, mm. but my bank caught it. So you know, yeah. that is things of forms of hacking. You know, people. To test the waters to see if they can do it, and you know, go, go from with there the to small pull amount off. first, exactly, and you know, to it. see, you know, yep. and nowadays, you know. We have so much technology that has locks and key codes on it, but you know, I don't know if people know there was a meme that came out like a couple of days ago. You know, you can give somebody your phone to get their information or whatever, and it could take you know your 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 certain information. And what I mean by that is, there was a girl on TikTok. She literally gave her phone to a guy, thinking that the guy was going to give him, you know put his number in her phone and he went into her cash app and cash app himself $500. Well, and that's the uh, form God. of, that's a form of hacking too. Cause you know, he wasn't, that's he was up. able, he was uh, able to get into bro. her personal information cause it was locked, unlocked. Yeah. She, you know, trusted him and like, Hey, you know, I'm feeling you here go my phone. You know, you wouldn't think nobody would go, you know, from there <laughs> and you do that. But you know, there's plenty of people who do that from pictures yeah, to extort I bet, you. I bet you he went money. straight to the ATM and fucking got that shit out, out before Man, any, you know, cash. before anything can happen. So, you know, there's fucked a up. lot of levels of hacking That's on a dirty, lot of, of lot of I ways. Mean, so, it says, know, I mean, have some, you ever some of the hacks, somebody leave their Instagram yeah, open or, you know, library. That's where we're at right now. There's, I mean, there's, ways to like get hacked i mean like just as simple as giving someone their uh the phone just like they could make a call as long as long as you get the number it's i mean hackers could pretty much like infiltrate your phone and locate your phone and whatnot there's even people that could you know yeah um i know fbi is a program but there's people that do it too you know shout out to dark web that actually you <laughs> know they can get your password to your phone or your phone number and make a copycat phone of your phone yeah 
and know what calls you make, know if you do purchases or charges. So right now in the time that we're living, technology has no limits. It's more or less if you go out there looking for it and know what you're looking for and study up on it, you're able to do a lot of things. But, you know, like a blue you box. do, you a do blue these box. things. That's how I started will, off. Nowadays, you will have the government at your doorstep unless, like the blue box, you're creating something new, a new venture, a new way One to do something. One thing I actually things. didn't mention from the first story about how the hacking started is once they figured out that what they could do with the phones and how they were able to manipulate it, now the government was actually interested. And the FBI... Went to the phone freaks and was like, "How are you guys doing this?" Because we have no idea. Information we don't know whatsoever. So we want you to teach us. And, you so know. exactly. So it's like imagine if you invented something and then someone was like, "This is not actually how you use your invention. This is how you use your invention." Exactly. You know you know, we you use it this way so that we could do this. Exactly. So <laughs> I mean, but I mean, there there was ways that they could basically they probably no. showed the government how to hack in on government phone calls no, like as you know time changes now which is becoming a predominantly thing i believe we're like 15 20 years behind china because they're real big into hacking now you have yeah. grade school elementary kids you know how there was science cap and astronaut camp there is coding, coding. camps there is classes in general education now you know they took out bro. they took it they did but now but now it's more of a thing for younger generations to now know it you know not not because, high school only you know middle like, school dude, it's like elementary it's the way the future is what they're doing is China has always been invested in technology because China understands Japan, technology yes. is the future. Exactly. Yeah, they always understood. You know what I'm saying? Like we got a billion of the motherfuckers America over here was it. like, well, we got the biggest gun, so what does technology matter? It's like, well, I, if I, I can invent that. a fucking laser that can shoot you remotely from fucking a million miles away. But if I can was, hack that laser yeah, from a million exactly, miles away, yeah. I can do whatever I want with that missile, yeah. you know? And there's people here in America that are young kids, young adults to even old adults that are, you know, finding these loopholes, you know, going on yeah. the dark web, you know, finding information. People that want to do this stuff, you know, yeah. Might not be government. They're figuring that shit out young while they're at it. Exactly. And so, then, you know. I mean, imagine how, what they're capable of as soon as 20, they get older. You know, you probably have a 15-year-old kid from now that write programs and codes that might, you know, save our banking Ooh, industry, mind, you know. I mean, you a might, lot of. You might create a code that might be a hack that, that might, you know, take away the general need of going to ATM. You know, these things are possible in our future it's just more or less if there's somebody out there like That's you willing yeah. viewing figure it out you know i'm not promoting it don't get it twisted but if you're able to take that leap of faith you know you're able to advocate please <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's the thing. Like a lot of uh, people that you know are considered like the most dangerous hackers start off young. You know, start off with something uh, simple, and then it started with like as soon as they hit sixteen or fifteen, they were hacking like government like uh, databases. Officials, yeah, you know, and that makes you think if a fifteen year old can hack our government database, you know, that was back then when what, it wasn't as what what can be somebody from China who's a ten year old, you know, not only hacking a video game but hacking, you know. Like Everything. trolls, you know, you have trolls in video games that'd be like, oh, yeah, you live, you know, you play the game and you're, you be on Twitch live and you have somebody jump in a party that just wants to troll you and be like, oh, I know your IP address. So since I know your IP address, I know where you live. I, you know, I know the street. I, see, I, I know the city, you know, and you some of them are pranks. Yeah. And some funny. of those videos, you know, what they do is they call the cops yeah. and, you know, have their house raided, you know. God. 
That's crazy. So, you know, you have hacking on a lot of levels. You have it, like Manny said earlier, you know, you have hacking for financial reasons. You have hacking for finding out truths that's hitting from everyday society. You have people hacking for video games just for fun. You have people yeah. hacking, you know, catfishing. I like you so much. So, you know, Catfish I'm going to hack, I'm hack your it's stuff. Hack There's Hacking crazy. has, in my mind, today's age, if you're able to manipulate anything that already has a form online, I think uh, it's a form of hacking. If you're able, you know, MySpace was, is, you know, uh, codes. Also, coupons and stuff like that. People exactly. are using, like, coupons online and, like, getting exactly. the codes to put into the coupon code. I tell you guys, I tell you guys a real life hack that I do. Wait. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead. Go ahead. I might, like, I might go get ahead. in trouble for this one, but I'm going to keep it real because hacking <laughs> doesn't only pertain to internet use. It is certain, I think... Hacking is a general way of being like Robin Hood. You're, you're, you know, if the if the form of everyday life in society is to pay for this or do that, you know, hacking is like, well, why do I have to pay? You know, I don't want to pay. You know, I want to save the money I got and I want to figure out a way. My own money out of an ATM. Exactly. So people write programs and things, but my form of hacking will be, you know, I know a code. I've, I've worked at a fast food restaurant and I have a coupon code and I know that this company since personally working there like how the dude from Apple did you know working there you know the ins and outs from the company if you're there you know the soft spots so in a sense that's like hacking too because you're able to figure out the inside variance and what goes on what doesn't go on the weak points and advantages so I knew that this form of restaurant no matter if the coupons expired or not it doesn't let the people know working in that company that's expired so if you have the code, you can go to this food spot and use that code and get free cheeseburgers, you know, free fries, free drinks, you know, meals that might cost 11 or $12. You might get them for four. Yeah. So to me, that's like an everyday life DIY hack because I know if I have those codes on the coupon, I don't necessarily need the coupon unless they ask for it. I can just give them the code and reap the benefit of it. Yeah. Which is a form of hacking because I know the ins and outs of that to use it to my advantage. He basically just talked about getting free fries, free ladies fries. and gentlemen. Free food, yes. With free codes fries, foods. that are used on their computers again, that tell their computers. Get your free Chris Cup fries. There's a, there's a limited time I only. A, I got a screenshot. There it goes. <laughs> it works. It works. I'll share it. You you have those benefits and things. People uh, use them for let bots. Me, let me ask you this, because you mentioned a time when you were hacked. Have you ever been hacked? Mm. Like social media or like anything? Of course. I think nowadays, like the term, the term hacked is, I think nowadays the term hacked is just one of those things, you know, where. It happens uh, to everybody. Else. It's, everybody. it's very common. And so, yeah, I mean, of course yeah. I've, I've been, I've been hacked. And, Do you have a story? <sighs> Um, what about like a story from the MySpace era? Because yeah. I know it happened a lot in MySpace. Oh, uh, I never got hacked in MySpace because I was I was I was hip on the HTML. But uh, yeah, but it's it's beyond that now. So yeah, I mean, with uh, hacking is is I think right now at a place where it's linked up to so many different things that it's like not just oh somebody hacks your account, somebody hacks your account, then they get all kinds of other information. You know what I mean? They get into all your shit. So, like, back in the day, like, I keep bringing shit. it back to back in the day, you know? Hacking was just, like, long distance calls or whatever. And then hacking, hacking got to, like, something else, right? And we kind of got Apple from from hacking, right? But crazy now it's, like, somebody hacks you, they get all your fucking shit. Like, it's cause, because 
these entities and these things that we subscribe to or these social media outlets or whatever it is. Or that pop-up blocker we, that we give, work. But the thing is, we give them that information, right? And so... Trust them. Yes. To use their sites. It's or, always an exchange. Yes. There's always a type of exchange that happens. Exactly. And you know how he said, you know, you know, going for you on my back, continue. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, have I been hacked? Yeah. But I think it's just, I think everybody has. And that's just one of those things where, yeah, everybody's been fucking hacked now. And it's so common. Like back in the day, I was like, oh, you've been hacked. But now we're at a place where it's like, Sony got hacked. Sony got hacked. And they got, they have like 300 million fucking people's information and shit. And, and everybody's like, oh, nobody cares and shit. Like, oh, whatever, you know? And it's yeah. like, at that point, it's like, what the fuck? Like, you don't know, you yeah. don't know what Data your, you Data. don't know what your information Data. is Releasing used for. Everything. You know, I mean, yeah. Have you ever been hacked? Sorry? Yeah, I actually have been hacked. Uh, when I used to work for one of the food deliveries, uh, it was an Uber. Uh, it was, it was particularly new, and it was kind of like, eh, not as good. And I could mm. kind of tell it was like a little shoddy. I'm not, I'm not going to say who. Uh, <laughs> but I was basically just driving around. I was just uh, going on a delivery. And all of a sudden, I just got this call. And in this call, I was just like, okay, uh, they want to like uh, reevaluate or evaluate like my account or whatnot. And they're saying they're doing this for every account out there. I'm like, okay, whatever. And it literally said like DoorDash Incorporated. On my phone, so identify it as what the, the ID call it and identify it as like that. They're phone freakers, bro. Yeah, and I'm right, just like, oh, they're advanced for uh, phone freakers exactly. for sure. And we got another viewer out there, and they basically shout out Moo. Hello, Moo. Moon. That's Moo, not Moon. That's Moo. That's my that's my person who get my hair right. She's <laughs> right? enjoying our podcast. Right. I appreciate yeah. you. Thank Welcome you. Welcome to the hacking so podcast right now. So I base so basically they were going like okay. They're ver- verifying, you know, my phone number, my name. And then uh, while I was driving, I was, like, kind of distracted. I'm like, I, I, like, I'm just thinking, like, dude, I, I need to get to, like, my destination, whatever. Not even think about it. I'm just thinking about the money, really. Like, I need to make ends meet. And uh, he just said, like, okay, well, I'm going to need your password. I'm just like, what? I was like, just give me your password. I'm like, all right, can I call you back? And he's all like, we need to do this right now. So just like pull over to the side and just like do this. And I'm like, okay. It's like, we need to like uh, verify every Damn, account. Damn, he like made that. it urgent. Like he yeah. made it like, oh, that's. Yeah, and he had attitude. So I was just like, oh, man. That's a big and, sign and, of hack. And it's right so there. crazy. Get the fucking so it's like, okay. So I just like, all right. I pulled over and he's all like, all right. Just like, uh, I think he told me to, no. Actually, I had to like, yeah, I had to text him the password. So like just texting into this thing. And I was like, Whatever, and I'm just like trying to get it out of the way, really. And it's so crazy. And it just like it just it's so crazy. I did that shit. I did that shit. I did everything he asked. It was like, all right, everything checks out. It's like, and then he's like, all right. He just said all right, and he just hung up. And I was just like, that's all I needed, motherfucker. Bam. Exactly. You know, so crazy. And, and then the and then the actual um, a DoorDash like personnel actually called me and said like, oh, uh, uh, we detected that you got this call. I like how you said you weren't going to say who it was, but then you just did. <laughs> Sorry. 
Now there's a big. Uh, yeah, but you know what? That's say. real, though. Yeah, that's real. real. That's things you got to look out it's for. It's so crazy because yeah. that type of stuff happens a lot in America from overseas, and you know, it's so crazy because we're we're the generation that is hip to it in a sense. Yeah, like the you whole said uh, earlier. But uh, when you have about your car our warranty, parents, when you have our parents and you know older generations, especially the elderly, the elderly are preyed upon when it comes to these oh, matters because a lot of them don't understand, you know, technology. Goodness. You know. I have such a good one right now. It was it about somebody elderly? El- older yes. people, older they don't they don't understand you know, technology. So you know when I they, think I when they get calls, yeah, when they get calls of that nature, you know, they they're not aware. Oh, it's a scammer. You know, they really think oh, it's this company calling yeah. me because back in the yeah. day, the old days during analog times when there wasn't all this technology, yeah. that's you know you had JC Penney's, Robinson May, everything was calling, legitimate. You know, yeah. they so, called you. Then as time changed now. This fucking, this situation has come up within the past year after coronavirus and stuff like that. There's this new hack, this new scam going around about Keanu Reeves. What? Keanu Reeves. Check this fucking out. Check this out, Scientology man? So it, it checks out that a lot of older women find Keanu Reeves attractive. So what they're doing is they're finding their target market. Older women, single women, likes Keanu Reeves, and then check this out, bro. They're contacting them and then starting like adding like, oh, uh, it's an official Keanu Reeves page, whatever. And they add him, and then Keanu Reeves goes and messages them like, hey, what's up? How's it going? Blah, blah, blah. These women are thinking that they're actually talking to Keanu Reeves. They created fake fan Not only this, bro. Check this out. This is even crazier. Okay. These guys that are pretending to be Keanu Reeves or gals that are pretending to be Keanu Reeves are talking to these women for years to get personal information. To get personal information. So they're literally keeping up and talking to them like, yeah. "Hey, you know, how's your day?" blah blah blah. They're building relationships with these people, and these people believe that Keanu Reeves is the one that they're connected to. So somebody That's, the one. That's hard. It was a story about uh, somebody in like Missouri or like this lady in like Missouri or Arkansas or something like that that got pulled into this scam and she literally gave them all her money. Like uh, almost foreclosed on her house, bro, paying because she was paying this entity. Uh, Shout money. out to all my Nigerian brothers and, and Indians. And this is the fucking craziest part. All her family told her, like, dude, this isn't Keanu Reeves. And she because believes- of the pandemic and because of all the situations, people want to feel hope for something. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or, or that, or that. So chance. they're literally playing on emotions to be able to get these people banks account, bank accounts, credit card information, loans, yeah. and then what Keanu's saying is like, oh, you know what? We're actually doing um a, a drive for blah blah blah. Would you like to participate? And we we would only need like a one thousand dollar blah blah blah. You know what I'm they're, saying? Like shit like using that. Using a false, uh, I, I guess a, a false idol belief. to look up to, and you know, like you're animating. Automatically gonna trust if you don't know any better. Well, Keanu Reeves, we all know, is a real and like real dude. But this is the thing: is the PR like uh, his PR people haven't reached out to this lady to be like, "Yo, this is fake." 
Exactly. They haven't told her. But like they haven't they told, told her, but, but, her because but that's like, a team that's focused on you know doing what. They but are. like I said, when you have this older generation, times were different with analog. You had party lines, chat lines. You had fan clubs. You have those certain yeah. things. So you know that generation is distant from the reality of what's going on nowadays. Those yeah, things don't. You want to those be things don't. Celebrities. Exactly. Those things that those people. In, grew up with or were used to is irrelevant in today's time. So they're like how you said, feeding on emotions, feeding on, you know, you think that you're having a conversation with this person, you know, mm. long distance you're relationships. Not. You're not. It's our generation yeah. realized that that is a catfish. That's a catfish, you That's know. Cat. The older generation, you know, they think, oh, this is a fan club. That was more this of is a, for, you know. That was more of a group catfish or a collective catfish. Exactly. And it goes on, you know. I'm a, if, you, if you give your phone number up online to try better yourself to school, yeah. <laughs> to party, you know, not party lines. A lot of stuff, you know, you get, for instance, I did insurance or online at one point in time for my insurance company. But whatever link, you know, you, you I've got links mm-hmm. from, you know, giving my information out on the internet. And these links are people calling randomly that got my information or know that I'm looking for this and they're trying to call me either outsell me their product or you know they're trying to get the same information that my company I use has to you know dupe me and you know not only money you know they take that information that you have how we said earlier with analogs and going to what you say and what it's about they literally want to become you which is another form of hacking to use what you have. If you're somebody with A1 credit, you know, and, you know, somebody decides to say, oh, this is the Federal Credit Bureau calling you for this whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop, you know, these are American companies, and you're getting somebody from India and, you know, in California – you, you're supposed to know here in California that, you know, if you're on a call with some private business or company, they're supposed to let you know that they're recording you. And right. if you have as much common sense to know, hey, this is California, you're supposed to let me know what you're recording or we're having this conversation I'm recording. Yeah. And you hit these entities with that. Automatically, what they do, they get scared and they hang up. Up, yeah. They hang, hang up. up. You know, they get you know mad. What or really helps is uh, I have a setting on my phone, the Google Pixel, that you could screen the call. So it's a hi, you're using a Google. This person's using a Google service to screen their phone calls. Would you like anything? Blah 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 blah. And then they hang up right it after says that. that to them. Yeah, it says that to uh, them. It's like cool. a digital right phone back. call. Uh, All right, uh, we're gonna move a little bit ahead. How are you guys on your beers right now? I'm halfway through this. What do you think? What do you think? What's your untapped rating? My untapped rating for an IPA beer that is tropical is a six. This one eight hundred tropics is a six. Six. So that's it's like good. a three. It's pretty good. <laughs> I think right now, uh, where I'm at, I- I'm happy of about how much buzz I got from it. Yeah. Like it's um six point seven. It's not that uh alcohol you don't get that much alcohol it's not as strong. like it's not as strong you don't get that alcohol punch but you do get a lot of tropical flavors the, the one thing i didn't like is i just finished mine right now and at the very end i got like the bitter sip of like the hops or whatever's down yeah. there and it just kind of just uh gave me a sour ending to the beer but uh throughout halfway and every everything else and drinking it it was really fucking good pretty damn fresh yeah. uh still had a lot of fizz to it still had a lot of uh flavor and everything like that i think i'd have to give this one a 4.75 
4.75. Damn, that's a quarter close to uh, being a perfect. Uh, I guess you're right. We better take it down to a four. <laughs> it's not there. It's definitely not there. I take it down to a four. Is it like above average or, you know? It's above average as far as the tropical haze. It's almost giving me like a hazy kind of feel, but it's straight IPA. Yeah. So, but it, it actually it does say hazy IPA at the bottom. So yeah, I was right. It's got that deeper kind of or that um, milkshake that yeah. that milky it's, lactose. Yeah, right for at me, the it's end. definitely gotten a little bit more bitter as opposed to the initial sip. Because uh, I was just tasting like uh, tropical in the forefront, and then it's kind of getting a little less. I think it's just the more fresh it is, mm-hmm. the more like tropical notes you're getting off of it. Yeah, but definitely. Now I'm getting like the the hoppier, much more like bitter. This sip. is like the very ending of it. Yeah. It's like, uh, uh, well, we got another one coming up right now. I think we should just, should we go for it? Well, or? if I can talk about this for a minute, yeah, it's go ahead. Uh, go ahead. definitely has the IPA hoppiness, I, I would say, but it's definitely, um, I would say it blends very well with the tropical flavor, right? Or the tropical essence of it all. Right. And so, that's just, um, I think uh, that's where I'm at right now. I feel the IPA-ness of it all. When I, I'm talking about just feeling right now, you know what I mean? Not yeah. just, you know, what it tastes like, but feels very IPA. Aftertaste is very IPA, but those tropical notes kind of make it uh, a little more pleasant than than most people don't really enjoy IPAs like that, you know? Yeah. Do you feel like the tropical really helps with like the the IPA? I don't know if you drink that many. IPA. I think what it, it doesn't does help, it, but it, it kind it of shadows. gives it a good. Uh, I think just like overall, like uh, like fruitiness, mm-hmm. but it still has the dankness of the hops of the IPA, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's there, and, and you taste it very well at the very end. It's a very but it still has a very IPA feel. Oh, so no. It's IPA. definitely hazy. It's fucking yeah. to the core right there I for sure. I feel it a, a thousand percent. So I, I, I enjoy it. It's nice. Booze Brothers, baby. Booze yeah. Brothers Brewing. We're going to get into the next beer. Breland, you ready? Ready. It's not bad. All right. <clears throat> Let's go. This is the uh, Voodoo Ranger V2K. Bum, bum, bum. It has a very wavy, rogue, voodoo guy um, on the front. Looks like he's maybe got some cigarettes in his front pocket. Has a very 90s windbreaker jacket on with some weird pants. Just getting weird. Just You could tell he's just vibing. He's got some headphones on. What does Belgium make you think of? And it's uh, New Belgium, man. This is a... Hold up, hold up, hold up. Because you know I'm always in the comments. I see we got three viewers. Shout out to my big herb, Angel. Shout out. Appreciate you watching and tuning in. Shout out to his family. Shout out. my guy right there. Let's give him some cracks. I'm going to pour this. I'm pouring it, show him what it look like. Oh, yeah. Fucked up right there. Give it a crack, gentlemen. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I felt that. That looks good. It's not that hazy. It's not as hazy yeah, as I as thought it would be. as hazy as it is. As it, you know. Well, we're doing double IPAs tonight, so fuck. I mean, it's on. Isn't, Cheers. Wasn't the last one uh, a hazy? Hey, did you wash those cups, by the way? Yeah. Okay, good. 
Of course I did, Manny. He's sick. He's sick, people. Oh. Fucking animal. He is a fucking animal. He's a fucking animal. Do you want? Do you want to try one of these beers? You know, you guys, I always, I'm always about cracking the beer, so let me give you that crisp crack. Oh, that wasn't that crispy. I, Not look, that crispy. He's a hater. Cheers. All right. Cheers to the craft. Cheers to the craft. Cheers. Uh, Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to I'm our other guest here, Angelica, sitting in the background. That's that's family right there. She yeah. gang gang. She sister, gang gang. Like on the side. She gang gang. She said, y'all not worthy enough to see her on camera. <laughs> Uh, let's try this shit. Whoa. That's like a grapefruit. What a fucking shit. thing. What the fuck? Grapefruit, Whoa, right? I did not see that flavor coming, bro. I like this one. Better. Okay, I like this. This, this is a, really good. You guys know I like Belgian beers. Um, okay, so let me, let me kind of start this one off. I just got a new pod, a new, uh, what's my call Pl- Plug play? No, it's not mango cart because they ran out. It's called the juice. The juice? Like OJ? OJ? This is what it tastes like. The juice? This is is like the beer like partner to this. It's very good. I think it has a grapefruit. It does have a citrus It almost tastes like an orange bang aftertaste, right? That's his opinion. Very tangy. Mine has a grapefruit mellow. It's like a grapefruit. Definitely the citrusy name. You know what I'm getting right now? And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to hit it on the head. Mother Earth Brewing Co. Cali Creamin. Is this, a beer? Cali cream. is this a beer that you guys have had on the show before? Yeah, we've had uh, the Mother Earth. It's I feel the, like the, that one is actually a little bit more sweeter. It's more sweeter. It's a little this more creamier, like, but it's like it's cut. This is like this its cousin. A citrus. It has a citrus taste. To I it. can see that. It's fruity. Yeah, dude, it's a six point nine. This is stronger than the you last. Know, Voodoo's one. known for the IPA, but this is their Belgians. And, you know, moly, it's smooth. I'm I'm kind of mad that we got this in a smaller can, but. Yeah. Cheers to the craft. Cheers, Cheers to the audience. It's good. Hey, Eric, pull up, pull up. You know it. Pull up. Taste more chop. Mm. Another good story. Brought up with the Poe. <laughs> um, the Pope was actually pranked by phone freaks. Hmm. Ah. They called the Vatican with a blue box. They and and they got they got they said that they were uh they were a celebrity and they wanted to talk to the pope. They were like, oh, this is the fucking. I'm just making this up. It actually isn't this person. It's Dick Van Dyke or whatever, right? Yes. And they were like, and they actually the called the right. real the real celebrity that they were claiming to be, and they verified that it wasn't them. So we got Dick Van Dyke calling us. Yeah. Uh, Could we just check back, you know, to verify that the pope was probably like, he's not even Catholic. Dick Van Dyke. Dick yeah, Van. Dick Van what? Dick Van what? What Van what? Watch your mouth. Pull out the phone book. We got his number. Hey, dude, this beer is on the level right here. It is. That's coming from people that like this is, IPA honestly, and coconut think, beer. Now, like, Voodoo Rage has been doing a better job of uh, differentiating. I think right what angry I think what, what uh, Voodoo Ranger is trying to go for is very, very off-the-wall flavors for IPAs. They're not going for your average, you know, I think a Voodoo Ranger was probably their most straightforward IPA, but this one has a lot of citrus, and the other ones that they've had, like um, uh, Paradise, Liquid Paradise, uh, like Voodoo it. Ranger, 
I'm not hating on the company, but I, I, you guys know. Liquid Paradise is probably one of my favorite hazies, you know? This is very subtle from this company, but citrusy. This is another great. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the. This is this right here is. I'm feeling the vibe on this one. I'm eating fish. I want. Yeah, it doesn't have that wild ass distinctive Voodoo Ranger taste. Ooh, it's not as hoppy. Yeah, that's true. It's not as hop forward as the other Voodoo Rangers. I'm not a fan. Oh, I. I think I said this the last time, but I'm not really a fan of most of their uh, beers or their IPAs. Because I feel like it's just like a different bitterness. It's just like, it's I don't know. It's distinctive for people it's, that like Yeah, it. it is. And, you know, it's they, they do make like hazies and it's just like, you know, you taste the tropical, but it's like the bitterness just overpowers it a little bit. So, you know, it, it's, it's more for like someone that's like more into like, you know, those hoppiness or those stronger and bolder taste honestly this the citrus kind of hit me sideways i did not expect yeah, it's more citrus I'm, flavor yeah, i'm liking that this is more citrusy than just more hoppier yeah that, this honestly, is a change of pace for them yeah. uh i mean it's called v2k not y2k <laughs> this one is really good i think this is probably one of my favorite voodoo rangers i think um so, i think so too the 80s honestly. one remember the 80s one yeah. that we did it was all right. that one was it was pretty it was a good hazy and it got me fucked up it, but this one is a lot better flavor, I think. Uh, I think we're closing the... We'll, we'll give you guys our untapped rating on these yeah, beers we'll, later we'll, on. We'll give it a taste later. So uh, kind of going back into our topic here of hacking. Um, episode what? Episode 63. I just like to see... I just like to say 63. 63. 63. 63. The next one is 64. Guess what we're going to talk about? Mm, hints are dropped. Okay. Cocksucker. That's that guy. Okay, 63. So, uh, I mean, going back into hacking, social media hacking. That Ooh, sucks. That's a big one. Yep. That's a big one. I can touch in on that, you and know. And then also the one that you were going to talk about with, with uh, T-Mobile. Data breaching. The data, data breaching, you know. And that's affecting a lot of people because you have these entities and groups that aren't just attacking one person. They're so good at hacking. They're attacking massive groups of people and getting all your information. Anything you gave to these companies, they're able to go in these companies. And it's so crazy, you know. Like I said, some of them sometimes they have people who are on the inside of these companies that might have got fired that might know passwords key codes and other times you just have people who are like i have t-mobile fuck them they ripped me off of my bill or i didn't have service they're not wanting to give me a refund or something like that and these people are like you know like these boxes it, just they're taking whole yeah, and <laughs> yeah. so if they expect me to pay i'm gonna make it to where nobody got to pay you know if if they're charging me x amount of money on my bill I'm currently about to hack them. Now, I'm going to fuck them over to where they got to give everybody money back. Yeah. Well, I think the current situation is um, who has control of, of your data and your information at the same time, you know? Privacy yeah, so. agreements, exactly. people. Yeah, um, companies do. Yeah, the big companies. And so you're not actually in control of protecting your, your, personal, your information. personal information as much as you think you are. And, you know, when you sign up for social media and you know, whatever it How is. How many people really read those agreements? Says, Agree exactly. and accept. Agreements, you know, and the crazy thing about it. Accept. And, yeah, you know, you want to get on these websites so bad. They'd be like, okay, we could own your third child. Agree look, look at Look at Instagram. Yeah, yeah, sure. Look All at right, Instagram, right. for in, for instance. You know, they're able to take any image that you post or have put onto Instagram and use it for any of 
of their commercials, any private events. You know, you could be the yeah, butt but of Instagram, a Instagram was was bought by Facebook, so Facebook owns it. Right, now, Facebook yeah. now owns Bada it. Uh, there you go. Google, Tom, Tom is doing this thing. Google low-key. did a contract with the government already, so you know Google and Amazon, fucking, all of them. They're all you fucking know? linked up. Uh, I mean, aside from that, I mean, real life. One thing that I heard was really interesting about Instagram is like anything on Instagram you can use because it's public domain. So, which brings me to the... you allowed it to be. Right, but which brings me to the argument, well, not the argument, but like the circumstance of as an artist, as a graphic designer, as somebody that's literally doing digital art and uploading your art, once you upload your Shout out to Expensive Gypsies. You do not own it anymore because it's in the public domain which is public domain so by these companies that a band could literally be like oh shit i like that artwork and use it as their album cover and you won't get no shit. credit unless you actually own the item this is where a lot of shit comes no, into. no that's the thing is because exactly. it like if yeah. that if like let's say that artist that made that supposed album cover mm-hmm. posted on instagram that's now public domain they don't have but what happens if you you know if you're going into it being public domain, but you actually own that copyright and have that thing? Well, at that point, a lot of us don't have because it, you, know? you don't you're not posting it up on fucking social media. But this is the crazy part, bro, is because literally there used to be this thing called poor man's copyright, where you used to let's say you yeah, came you up with the idea of a movie or you came yeah. up with the idea of something. You would write an email and send it to yourself, and that would be... That's what screenwriters do. They give you an advice like, okay, so... What? So basically they say like, okay, if if you want to have like rights to this, you have to send your script in an envelope, and then you have to like mail it to yourself. Yep. So that way you get the rights. So that's and who's that's reading that. those agreements? And the crazy thing about it who's is now, you know, every two to three months or four months, they're updating their agreements. Yeah. So they're catching on to you know the loopholes, the back doors, yeah. you know, and that's why hackers are always like on to the next thing. Talking on to about the next like rights one. on like property or anything that uh, that you own. Uh, I'm starting to see like in like because uh, online schooling or online schools is you know now a thing, and going into these like uh, programs for like um, online. Uh, when you submit like a piece of work, they give you the option of like, okay, where, how, how is this license? Is this license for all right copyright or is this public domain or so and so and so and so? So you're actually giving permission, which I'm not too sure if it's like legitimate, to actually put your work out there for anyone to take or not. Exactly. Yeah. Fucking against work. It's crazy because you do have, you know, how you said school, you know, for instance, if I'm interested in taking an online course and, you know, it's it's so crazy because now the Internet is really a big giant web. You know, I could have been on searching for schools yeah. to do online and you know i might have submitted my number and i'm expecting that school to call me and i have all these different trade schools uh you know other companies other people calling yeah, me so they have you know exactly like so you know just just to 
see about this school and gave them my public information. It might be a nonprofit organization or something of that nature. So they had to make money some type of way to stay open. So they're selling your personal information to these third party companies without your consent or maybe with your consent of not knowing because you agreed to something that you thought, you know, was nothing, you know, and that exactly is a way that they're getting a lot of companies, you know, and in a sense, with them doing that, yeah. you're giving up your rights in so many ways, and they're using your image, or what, like Sergio say, anything that you post online in public domain. So it's like, you know, the internet became these companies, and the internet became almost like your pimp, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, you go out there and do something that's creative that you think that's going to be, you know, a start to your success, but, you know, you put it on public domain, and next it's week, gone. somebody else is doing the same thing that you did, and they're claiming that they started, you know? And then and you get those 1-800 calls. Yes, I'm calling about school and you're trying to do this. the thing that gets really tricky about it. It's like, where does the line in? Because technically, if you have already posted and it's an original post, you would think that would be your poor man's copyright. Exactly. Because you are the original Originator poster. Yeah. What you right? Posted. But now... But you don't saying, even know if that's even legitimate. Well, you don't even have rights anymore yeah. because you already accepted our terms and agreements. To use your stuff, and now you're yeah, fucked. You know it. There's no congratulations. But you're coming here. You're coming here. It's with okay. A solely it's different work. purpose. You know, your purpose could be to connect with I mean, your family. It's happening. That's I mean, I mean, out of town. You know, especially right now with COVID. I think, I think our main thing in this point, on this like little Social section media. of the podcast, is just be aware of your shit. What you do. People are yeah. getting hacked on Facebook, and uh, there's also ways that you can go into your Facebook security settings and uh, connect like trusted contacts so if your account ever does get hacked you can actually connect those people to them and then they can verify like i'm with this person now and like blah 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 yeah and like their account did get hacked it's a buddy system a false sense of security of security because at the end of the day it's somebody like Right now, you know, people were hacking to what? Like, back in the day, what? To make a long-distance phone calls, so, you know, out of the innocence well, one of point, Now, one point it's I really like they don't make... even need anything but your information. Right. Your information and, and that's is worth... That's what I'm worth. saying. Is, uh, it, a key. It, is but not, everything. Another thing is not only just the information, but not knowing about security information and security features within the uh, social media domain that you're a part of can fuck you over, too. Because if you didn't know that you can connect you know, uh, trusted contacts, what are you going to do? If you get somebody's phone, oh, I'm going to add my homie and add some other homie and add them as trusted contacts, and now I have full control over this person's account. Right. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm you. So be within, yeah. That's, that's the thing. Okay, it's okay. like if you don't know about s- certain security features, you're also fucking yourself over because you're not hip to the skip with yeah. everything that's going I, on. I think it's just like the lack of but education. That's, that's that. still not going to save you from getting hacked. Right. And even yeah. if you don't get hacked, these major entities and corporations still have your, your information. information to do whatever yeah, they please with they're it. Even, yeah. You know, that they're more this, they're more I mean, trustworthy than the, uh, you know, than the hackers. People that have, right. I mean, I, I totally agree with that. And I think one of the main things is, is, you know, when you accept those user agreements, you're basically accepting to be Giving a customer. Giving yourself away. 
and you're accepting the fact that all the information, all the links you click, everything you click is part of a data system that will let me market. Let me add to, to that. Your Two things, you know, I'm always in the comments. Shout out Nika. I see you. Son Child T. I see you. Check out her page. She's lit. Thank you for viewing. But, you know, going on with that topic, you have, you know, you know, for instance, I think one that a lot of people see, but you don't think unless you're hip to it or on Instagram or Facebook, you might see a post or a video and it might be like, oh, this person did this or, you know, they're getting their head chopped off or, you know, what? this president did that. You know, you have these clickbaits, which is a form of hacking too. You know, you oh, might want to see that video. I love the way you look in this picture. You, you know, and then it's exactly. You look and, you know, you're brought yeah. back to a page. Like you're brought back to a page, platform. Facebook or Instagram, yeah. where it's like, hey, log into here. Tab, log into log there. In. You know, that's one of the Typical basic forms of bot. nowadays bot hacking. Yeah. You know, you want to see this video or whatever. As soon as you click on a video, it makes it seem like if you logged out of Facebook or Instagram exactly. to log back in, which you're giving this it's terrible coding it's your information bad. that's yeah. a bot you know to, you know, kinda, kinda take your information and, jump back and all that for a video. Right, right. But And you won't even get to see the video. But now you gave your information up freely I with thinking you're seeing the video. The that you didn't get to see the video. Exactly. But you just gave <laughs> up your information. Now there's somebody logged into your profile right, right. Right. posting anything and everything. You know? Jumping back on Jermaine's point, he basically said, like, no matter if you're even up to date on all the security features, your shit could still get hacked. Exactly. And be, why is that? Because hackers are always ahead of the curve. Right. They're always finding the next corner to sneak around Somebody or the next loophole or the no. next, you know. No, uh, this is a general thing that, that I believe in America, while we're not really broke, we lie about a lot of things and we do things of this nature, which, you know, says, oh, I'm, I'm broke or I only do this, but, you know. You have these entities that can be under your name or, you know, what you do online, which can create general revenue or not even revenue, you know, us, you know, a figure online that everybody relates to, you know, and this figure is pulling in numbers and things. Then you have your own agenda, you know, you might click, like I said, clickbait. You guys actually know about those artificial, those AI profiles? There's a lot of. You guys know about that? There's a lot of bots. like Which all ones? those bots? No, it's like it's not Breaking just out. a bot, but the bot can literally create selfies of itself. Huh. Off a of random like, picture? No, no, no. Not random pictures. It's coded by a developer. So the developer goes and says, like, all right, this is you. This is what you look like. Blah blah blah. Graphics card takes care of the business. And it makes it look like a person, like an anime girl or whatever. But now, like th- this the developer is like making like a bunch of different can make a bunch of different images and now post it as if this person is like a real it's entity. Real. Oh, okay. I, I, I get that, for but instance. But I think it's even getting to the point You have now, that a lot on, uh, for instance, you know my cousin on now, dating websites. But what I'm saying, it's getting to the point now where I think they could even code it. So if the bot knows itself and looks at different selfies or can hashtag different trends, it could copy that shit exactly then you know you, you know think you're I'm talking yeah, to some guy or girl or online like the yeah. challenge is like let's do a picture challenge like this picture challenge or whatever and, and it's so crazy he and touches he copies it. topic on that you know 
I think that it stimulates from uh, like when you use Windows or Apple's computers and use like, you know, customer service or help and you have those icons and, you know, communication. Majority of the time you're talking to a bot. The bot is programmed to ask you, you know, certain questions like, you know, I might have a problem with my computer. So I contact Windows and I'm in a, you know, chat in the beginning of the chat, in the beginning of the chat, you know, you think that I'm linking with a human because, hey, hi, how can I help you? What do you need assistance? with but you're dealing with a bot but that takes those AI. general questions that you have and those keywords and you know oh, and so I know you're trying to computer speak to problem you know representative yeah. and you think that you're getting help it's from a, another human and you're talking to these bots and computer AIs and you know mm-hmm. necessarily somebody can backdoor one of those AIs or computers and robots and do a coding program that you know allows that when you log on to this program or certain things you know they're able to take your information, which goes back to what we were talking about, you know, taking your generation or, you know, data breaches. You know, you have multiple people or programs that do these data breaches. And once they get your information through these back doors, as we said, they're able to take your information and basically become you or create a new identity where this robot or this bot is going around. And I think anybody right now that buys anything mostly off online, yeah. if it's an item that's limited, you're dealing with with bots and people that are generally hacking or using multiple outlets to get these raffles or, you know, to win these things. So, you know, somebody like me or yourself that isn't aware of this and we're just a general consumer online and we're thinking that we're buying into something that's going to, you know, get us that chance to get this item or something. And realistically, it could be 60 people and 300 bots. And you get... Pounded. And you don't get nothing. You get, get that fucked? Nike. You get that Nike. You know, if you're on Nike, you get that. Uh, you get chosen. You get the shoes. Get then differently, you <laughs> get, know, different websites. And it sucks. It sucks because this is something in everyday life that is, you know, good and bad. Yeah. Necessarily, it's bad because it takes the general consumer that isn't aware of these things out of the purchasing process. Right, right. Then people that are aware and run these programs and these bots and right. these hacks. They're able to get multiple, you know, it soars uh, up the price. Right, right. But not only that, like it changes things. But I mean, a good example of this is also people that have multiple uh, devices to to do shoe hunting. Right. People go and they buy multiple shoes online. They wait in these lines and they have multiple phones and they buy all the shoes and shit with multiple devices. Exactly. That's another thing. You go on Instagram or Facebook (laughs) or any type of social media or online. Guess where you could find your shoes. And it's so it's so crazy because a lot of people don't realize that even now we're talking about certain topics. We agreed to Google. We agreed to to everything. Certain things, you know, and these phones and these devices are picking up a lot of information. That's where you have certain people that work in certain government businesses or anything you know they're blocking or you know covering their cameras on their computers and cell phones so these hackers or certain people that are able to type into their IP address can't see them or take you know a physical look because like Manny said you know these bots create a self image but then some of them create an image of you and then you know replicate you basically replicate you and they go out there and hack and use you you know it's it's crazy we're living in a time and age where technology is is overcoming a lot of things. Kind of, you know? it's like kind of. Go ahead. Go I, ahead. I was just gonna say it's like the digital version of like the invasion of the body snatchers. It's like someone that's not exactly. you, and it's not entirely you, but it looks like you. So you know? yeah, 
these programs, computers and certain things. But the thing is, if you look online at some of these Ray. necessarily, if you look online and you look at some of these necessarily secure websites, generally think about it. They're not all that secure. Think about it. You have... Facebook, Google, Gmail, Yahoo, and they tell Everywhere you, you, you know, and you look online, they tell you, oh, one that a lot of them use is, it might have an image. It might be like, uh, find six images in all these pictures yeah. that have stop signs in it. Captcha. Yeah, yeah that's one of the nope. things, uh, well, this is one of the things that's been kind of like a concern over my school. Excuse me. Because, you know, a lot of college students like to, uh, you know, like... Going to interns or, you know, when apply to jobs, that's like very into their fields. And it's also like a great way to like, you know, you know, get clickbait. And then someone that's like uh, in control of those emails could actually hack into your accounts and stuff. So they're actually, it's, it's been a concern that's like warning a right. lot of people. I mean, not only that, but there was a big thing with PlayStation accounts. And oh, like, yeah, that uh, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, there was a big thing with people hacking into PlayStation accounts. And I don't know if you, uh, some I people got own this. Where it tells you like, oh, if you do this thing, you get like uh, all these free games. PSN bucks. Yeah, you get that like a PSN account where you could get all these games. Check this out. People would would sell. Yeah, they they would message you and be like, oh yeah, just uh, give us fifty bucks and we'll connect you to a PlayStation account where you could have all these games and you could play. Never offer a price. And what they did, no, but what they were taking advantage of is there's this feature that you had back in the day where you could connect your. Shout out to my cousin Miles and Ace. And you connect your with somebody else and you would have all their games right you could download all their games yeah, and download all their did. stuff i mean so they, they basically do connected a bunch a bunch of accounts <laughs> a bunch of accounts and basically um you connect all your accounts to this and have all the games from all the different accounts and then now you have you know fucking all these fucking different games and you could you pay like 50 bucks a year yeah. and now you have access to everything but it's like you actually aren't saving or getting any trophies from any of them. And, and, you know, what's the main concern from the opposite side is Uncle Sam wants his cut. Exactly. Uh-huh. I mean, kind of going Government. back into gaming, though, big thing we haven't touched on, gaming hacking. Ooh, I could Oosh. touch on this. I think all of us here can touch on this, you know. Gaming hacking is... Ruining the gaming community. community. Yes, it is. You have people who are playing these games just like you just as competitive as you but they suck so bad that they use aim bots they use aim assists hours of life to the point that if you play call of duty or you know call of duty or these general games that attract multi you know players like Fortnite stuff and these people are are shooting through walls way across (laughs) the field and they don't even know where you're at or you know I mean that's the thing like cross You know, like cross-plane or, you know, cross-platforming? Like, it used to be cool. You better throw it right if you're going to throw okay, it. Okay, so... that right. Um, so, just, when it comes to, like, cross-platforming, you know, like, like you could play from, like, a PS4 and have, like, PC or... Can you turn the master up on the EQ? What's I the... I think it's a knob on the front. The knob on the top, left, top, on the knobs... Top left, I think that yeah, turn that up. I think that might be that's the, the monitor mix. Turn my headphones yeah, up. That's that's where that's what it is. Okay. Monitor mix is up. Sounds louder, right? Yeah, a little bit. Just turn little it up bit. a little bit more. Let's see what we get. We're we're testing this out. We got the juice. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's better. Okay. Okay. All right. So I mean going back to gaming. Uh, yeah, like just like playing like uh 
across like uh, different platforms, you know, like someone's playing like from PS4 or like a PC. PC, okay. When it comes to PC, I feel like that makes it even worse. <sighs> okay. Like it's cool, but let me just... talk about something that has been making me really, really fucking angry in the Overwatch community. Any of you that play yeah. Overwatch, I think it's there's just... literally people that go on to PC different and it's the PC players. Yeah. They'll go on to competitive the and they'll so. throw the match. They'll just like start doing emotes and dancing around and just yeah. like not being being active but not being active in the game yeah i get you and it's annoying because they're literally forcing you to rank down every time you get into play like a match with those players mm-hmm. you're they're ranking you down yeah and it's like they totally get a kick out of it that's what i'm seeing like people that um okay this is what i gotta say to kind of play a double-edged sword on game hacking yes it's hard to do it you can actually figure out how to do it and be really good at doing it and that in itself is a craft yeah it is a craft to it do is, that you know it's fucking stupid as but fuck. the thing is is that craft doesn't build upon anything else but cheating right yeah. but this is the double-edged sword on that the long distance calls hacking into the long distance calls they were already hacking the system they were doing things that were illegal that people didn't want to be done yeah and now the FBI is able to go and hack into long distance calls and do all this stuff yeah. and do all their CIA research, Internet, uh, you know, affairs, yeah. International through affairs. that. Uh-huh. So it's like, in a way, hacking is also cheating out the system. No, not cheat. Well, yeah, it is cheating out <laughs> the like, system, but it's like, it's evolving. It's evolving into something. The system like that can be legal later on. Yeah. That might be legal later on. You know I mean, what I'm saying? I think one of the things that, oh, I, I don't know one of the things, but just like the issue at hand is like privacy issues, you know? I mean, and terms and agreements, not, man. Yeah, I mean, that's that's sending their consent, but I mean, on the other hand, you just don't know like what you didn't agree to. Right. So it's just like... uh Again, a double-edged sword, but, you know, you're at the edge that, you know, you get the shit end of the stick. You could get the shit end of the stick. Most of the time, we do get the shit end of the stick. I mean, look, let's kind of go back into this. Honestly, right now, I'm really feeling this beer. How are you feeling? I really love this beer. I I think it's, this is the 4.75 right here. Oh, six. You think so? This is a 5%? Yeah. What'd you say it was? 6.5, 6.5, there you go. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, as far as the untapped rating on this beer? My, my untapped rating, I'll give it a 7. It only goes to 5. Well, I'll give it a 7. No, it's not. It's so that's... 9. What is what? it? 6.9, it's like a 7. Yeah, it's like a 7. It's like a 7 See? percenter. I'll give it a 7. Yeah, it's like... Well, out of 5 stars for the untapped rating on the V2K, man, I got to go high with this one. I got to go 4.8. Man, he sucks balls because it's not coconut. Wait, what? That's not a nut tap rating. Can we yeah, slap him? Slap him, Oh, Surge. it's 4.75. It. It's like between quarters. 25, so it would be 0. 0.75. I give 4. it like 4.75. 4.5. I give it a point below the highest rating. He's always got to go 1.25 under me every I'm, time. I'm the guy. I didn't say that. That's what he does. Okay. That's what he does. I didn't do that. This guy. Uh, not, not hey, this by guy. the way, um, <laughs> fucking shout out if if uh, this podcast sounds really clear because we got this new fucking board for you guys. Yeah, tell us about the quality. Hey, 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 Is hey, the quality hey, hey. better? What do you, you know, Bray Boy always in the comments. Shout out Eileen. That's my long-term friend, like a sister. She's Let's give him some applause. Let's give the yes, audience give him Give him applause because I got a lot of homies and viewers and home guests. <laughs> yes, yes. shout awesome. out to y'all. Y'all what solid. Are, what other things 
things we got on there, Serge. What's right, that? Shut the f up. <laughs> let me let me see. Let me see. Let me let me let me get it. Let me get it. I don't give a fuck about y'all. But y'all Jerry, Jerry, Jose Luis, Jose Luis, Machate, Machate. I don't know about that. What's the white one? What's the white one? Yo, mama look like a. Hey, 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 you bitch. That's a heartbeat. I'm fucking heartbeat. Let me get that one more time. Let me get that one time. I don't give a fuck about the. Let me tell you about y'all. Say the actual F word. That's the whole point of it. It's supposed to bleep out. Well, I use fuck as a general noun, verb, and you know, adjective. What's the blue one right there? What's the blue one? Hey, welcome to the Craft Cast. Hey, Jermaine is back. You know what? Jermaine's back. Know. Yeah, let's give him an applause. Let's give him an applause. How is he been? We're getting uh, Sergio used to the buttons over here. He's loving them. I think. <laughs> I'm on fire. I'm on fire. I'm on fire. <laughs> Fucking dope. That one's very nice. That one's pretty sweet. Yep. Uh, uh, going back into hacking, going back into it. I mean, I think right now we've basically covered all our bases. Do you guys want to go more into gaming hacking? I mean, and like the ways of gaming hacking. There's, there's I mean, so much bullshit so when much it comes bullshit. to that. You I have mean, what you have hacking 12 have year you old? experienced in Man. games besides okay. Overwatch? Because okay. I kind of okay. talked okay. about Overwatch, Call of Duty, games of that generation of kids. You have literally 12 year old kids who go online to like Amazon and buy these third party chips that are coming from one of the best hacking countries, China, and they're using these hacking tools where you know. Aim I'm a bot? fucking grown ass man. I feel like my gaming, right? my aimbots, aim assist. You basically plug in a you USB to your PS4 yes. and you USB or a controller variant. Crazy, and you bro. have this little 12 year old kid in Japan that's whooping your ass. You feel me? Okay, Somebody so that might not even know how to play the sound. game. Do you remember back in the N64 days where you could buy the cheat code system? Yes. Game Shark. Game Shark. The Game Shark. Game Shark. Okay, I'm, not, I'm, I'm that old. About people. this. I mean, Game Shark was something that was legitimate. You could actually buy it. Exactly. Game Shark was basically a either a disc or a chip that you would be able to put a into a cartridge that you would be able to put into your N64 controller that would be able to hack different games that you had. Like so South like Park had, 64, if you had Conquer. Had lock, you would Donkey be able Kong to unlock like super jumps and shit like that. You get all the Chico's and you get a little bit... Do, do you guys remember the Game Shark that came for like Game Boys and shit with all the little little gidgets I on the back of it? The this is the craziest that part. Was a ch- okay, that was like a plug-in cartridge that, in the back now, of it. Now thinking it. about the legalities of everything, how was it that these third-party companies were able to legitimately come out with manufactured hardware that was fda approved that was going against other fda approved i could could break that down i could break that down real simple was it FDA? if you have fda federal approved and stuff or fcc they were literally if if this was the standard they were finding again like hacking the back door so for instance i'm gonna bring it up the drug trade for instance, with the drug trade, if the government bans like benzochlorine fluoride, right, that might be something to make any type of drug. Uh, China or different places like Mexico, shout out to all my herbs, you feel me? They use the back door, which is meaning, OK, well, if it's banned as this, we know that this other item does the exact same thing as this. But the chemical compound might be different from the one that is banned. So they're able to pharmaceutical hacking exactly Fuck. find the same exact variant of I that never drug. Even preconceived that kind of hacking, but it's you're definitely not on my level, Manny. I, I want to say something about this. 
Um, so I was watching like a Code video. Breaking. I was watching a video about like how accurate like hacking what's depicted in like movies and video games. Mm-hmm. And Accurately. <laughs> no, some of them were actually accurate. One of the ones that Matrix? was accurate was Let me talk. from Mr. Robot. And there was a part where he actually was in a hospital and he hacked into the system because they were using like older um, computers oper- operating system, which is true because a it's lot of the hospitals. It's shit. It's yeah. like fucking Windows XP. A lot of the fucking shit is so outdated. Seriously. It's like 98 and yeah, XP. Yeah, dude, for reals. Like it was fucking ridiculous. It's so bad, dude. I have on Windows. They were, yeah, I literally thought about doing code. that yeah. before, but and I'm they like, were actually, they were, I was like, I can you, literally shut off the whole computer. Yeah. Right now. They were actually able, well, I mean, I guess in the characters, they were actually able to like prescribe their own drugs or, you know, actually Damn, like milligrams uh, of whatever. Yeah, actually like, yeah, like falsified like their own drug tests. So that way they don't get like a and shot, prescription. Uh, it's drugs. so crazy that you said that about windows and stuff. I used yeah. to shout out Tylene with, with her ex big headed ass fucking dude. My wow, ex best friend. We don't talk shit on this podcast. Well, I just did, motherfucker. Oh, I'm going to go ahead and say, you know, we we <laughs> used to work as computer here. programs. This and, computer and you know, give me the we, worked, we worked underneath somebody that was uh, <laughs> Microsoft certified. So being Microsoft certified, you had key codes on computers <laughs> that, that allowed you to well, do, no more. No more. do whatever that operated these Windows systems. You could do it right now because I don't really give a <laughs> but y'all know me. <laughs> so going with it, nice. you know, we had these key codes that allowed me as a computer programmer and fixing your computer, if you had a virus on your computer or something, which is that you might did from whatever website, I was able to go on your computer oh. remotely He's going and, you know, help you or do whatever in your computer. But being that we were Microsoft certified, we had this computer disk that was a key code to almost any Microsoft computer. So I could have put this disk in a computer that was Windows ran 98 at the doctor's, put Hack this in, put the CD in, and literally it'll lock, it will unlock Everything on that Windows computer. So all that downloaded porn. exactly. <laughs> I didn't use it for porn, but this key code allowed you. You know, if it was anything ran on a Windows computer, yep. I was able to put this program disk in, which is like a hack program that was backdoors to log into your Windows computer, reset whatever program you need. So if I had this disk, which was we call it, this was called ten in one, which was ten different ways to hack or get into your computer so if i didn't have your key code your password or whatever i could put this disc in at the hospital and literally take all your information and find out anything about you so there's plenty of ways that companies that you know create all these computers and softwares they all have back doors to where you're able to get into them and operate these systems and these fucking cocksuckers are talking about sucking cock after this podcast, but that's not the topic. Yeah, no, we're we're talking about features on the board. Like I'm going to say you- something else. Yeah, you know what it really was. But, you know, getting back to these topics of hacking, you know, you have, as we said, you have people that did data breaches. You have people that... The T-Mobile data email. breach. The T-Mobile data breach is something Huge. so big yeah, that so many people got hacked and exposed. T-Mobile's paying literally people like, what, a thousand plus? You know what's another one that got hacked? The Medi-Cal system. Yes, and you know what? For California, the whole Medi-Cal And, and it's system. so crazy that you said that you have people... 
that hack government hack systems, bro. But you have people like anonymous that means that, no, that, that hack means, these what are they getting anonymous the should be a big system. one. What are they getting yeah. for the medical? They're system? getting EBT. They're getting they're general getting, relief. No, they're getting no. This is the information and data that you give those systems. Bam. Social security. Exactly. Your full name. Birth. Your address. Where you your live. Birth certificate. At. Your fucking every. These are government How many kids funded. You have. These are government you know funded programs and salary salaries. You know all that shit is already in their database. And if they're able, let me tell you. Let me tell you this. This is what's most disappointing about the government to me is that they're not implementing more security features to protect the citizens that are putting these fucking features into place i agree but right? then yes but then you have to understand about technology a, wait wait i want to hear jermaine right now go ahead because i got a hmm from him um i mean it's the same idea of of you know these social media entities and you know the googles and you know whatever it is out there right and so uh when it comes to government entities you really have to question the the validity of of what exactly a hack actually it you know what i mean because um that's government is, shit I has a certain we're, level of i mean we're talking about hacking we're talking well, about like it's uh, it's not just free it's not just free information right evolving. everything everything that's supposed to be personalized and have security has a certain level of encryption to it right right and exactly. government encryption is fucking sick it's sick as fuck like but, that's why motherfuckers can't go out there and just launch a motherfucking NASA rocket because their level of encryption is fucking off the charts, right? Right. And I'm so bl- now bl- it's it's not sorry, but it, it's not to that to that level when it comes to like you know EDD and stuff like that. But at the same time, the government does have a a secure basis. Uh, they think they have a level of encryption that is is second to none right and so when we talk about hackers and stuff like that we're talking about people who are really pros you know exactly. or inside jobs exactly you know majority, what i mean majority of these things that we're touching base on a lot of it comes from inside jobs mm-hmm. in a sense but i i'm gonna play devil's advocate on what he said i'm gonna i'm gonna say the other side what he's saying is necessarily true but then what happens is is that technology that's my beer but thank you top me off this is the thing. More. You have these companies that do all these encrypted codes to stop people from hacking. But what the real problem is with technology is, is that technology changes so quick and rapidly. It changes so rapidly and quick. It's like me and you waking up out of bed the no, next gee, day. Well, this is the thing is technology oh, hold on, hold on. To, to get deep into it. Hold technology on. Let me, let me. is art. It is art, and art is forever changing, if you understand that concept. And for art to be ever changing in technology, you literally have the government that have these barricades and blocks in place. But as being a coder, a hacker of that general nature, you can create a code or a hack that belittles that program or those barricades and blocks. So. Well, Where where I'm getting at what it is, that government, personal businesses, entities on the Internet of any kind, Mm -hmm. you have to change within that week or month to keep up. We don't understand as a general public because we're just using as the public domain. But backwards, you know, and behind the curtains tinkering, you have these companies that literally have people 
that sit around and look for these certain things and they're trying to write new programs right on the spot or new barricades to block these, what are they called? Trojan horses, worms. That's old school, yeah. Yeah. But they're still around. They're still around. They are. Literally, They're basically, well, it's not just Trojan horses, it's virus in general. What it will do is it will basically attack your personal account. So Like a a real-life virus. As soon as you give... This, uh, whatever it is, this third-party software, whatever it is, your authorization, it just lets loose. Good example of this. One of the big things that's going on right now is crypto, right? right. Cryptocurrency. Have you ever heard of crypto mining? Yes, I have, and okay, so I'm check, big into it. So check this out, because this is actually affecting a lot of PCs all over the fucking nation. Is people that are doing crypto hacks and basically like they're putting up they're hacking gta so like let's say you get gta you one second it. shout out rubber ducky i see you out there i'm always in the comments thank you for tuning in and viewing that's my co-worker right there, there we go she a badass Good. driver how do you see this? there we go so check this out because i'm always uh, in the yeah you could comments. join uh you could look up our instagram right now on uh golden craft and you can see at Golden Crap. I'm always in uh, the But comments. going back to hacking and this fucking crazy shit right here. So, like, dude, there's this thing called crypto mining. And, like, people have literally bought a bunch of PlayStations and set them up for crypto mining. And what crypto mining basically does is it searches for little ins and outs in cryptocurrency and it purchases at the right time. So it'll like so do mining, small little tr- you're transactions. You're for instance. I know but about not, this. Not only that, but so not only that, you can do that with crypto mining. But what you're also doing is providing a host system for crypto people that are already trading during the day. So you literally have to do nothing. All you have to do is set this farm up with, aka, different computers or different playstations or something like that. People use their cell phones. People are building and towers. What they're doing that is do they're basically like mining just using these mobile devices and consoles as host and if you're a host currency to doing with this cryptocurrency you're able to link with other crypto miners if you, and do it bigger to where you guys are taking a larger chunk and splitting it amongst each other so yeah, you for can instantly, also do that. if you guys google cryptocurrency mining as far as ethereum or bitcoin people are buying rigs and sending these rigs up oh, yeah. to cryptocurrency That's and the biggest problem with it right now is my Mind you, for people viewing this in the future, cryptocurrency, as far as mining, it basically is the future of currency. So in the sense, they said by 2040, if you're doing from now to then, you should be a millionaire because... It's AKA necessarily best fifty it's, bucks into crypto. Why not twenty five dollars? The weed money. Why not that little Starbucks money that you had? In ten bucks here and there. Exactly. Can literally get and, you up. And, and these people are buying these say, rigs. I wish I would have invested in Tesla or fucking five, Apple ten years twenty ago. years ago. Exactly. This is your chance, people. And, like, and they're saying that this is, this is going to be a like billion dollar industry by two thousand forty. We're already at. 2021 about to be into 2022 so you got like what a blur freaking 20 years or less than 20 years to put your family or yourself in the financial let me, situation let me take, uh, the handles but, on real quick but you still got to worry about hacking and right. people create new programs to take I mean, this like from we you. said earlier, this is the untapped it's, resource it's as ever, of now it's ever evolving it's an ever evolving system but the craziest part is 
these people that are crypto mining are also hackers that are hacking programs such as video games. So like, let's say they hacked Minecraft for a free download. Now you got a 12 year old downloading Minecraft to his, to his parents' computer. Okay. Free Minecraft, whatever. Oh yeah. I'm able to play Minecraft. Okay. All of a sudden you log off of Minecraft kid goes to sleep. What is that computer doing in the background while he's asleep? Yeah, you never mining. Yeah. It's mining. It can literally use background software that you cannot even see within the console itself, firsthand on the desktop or anywhere that this thing is even running. It's just in there. There's no icon in the top corner. There's nothing. It's something that's running individually on its own that is literally be making your computer a host as long as as long as it's connected to the internet, it's making it a host to crypto software that can use your computer for mining. So be aware, kids and other people that watch kids download apps, that they could be downloading a crypto miner to your computer without your knowledge. Yeah. And it looks like GTA 5, <laughs> and it looks like Minecraft, and it looks like a bunch of different honestly, simple yeah. games. Honestly, there's... Yeah. But it's the background of what's running on it. If you're not getting it from the legitimate source as of PC Store, Microsoft Store, yeah. Google Play Store, uh, iTunes, anywhere, or a legitimate secured website from that application company, you're most likely getting hacked. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, like, apps that are kind of, like, shady. Like, there was this app where, like, uh, uh, it was developed by... Uh, by someone that was from a Russian descent. Well, well, it was basically someone Russian. The Russians have a lot of hacking. Yeah, they have a lot of hacking. There was this app that was very popular at one point where, like, it basically you took a picture of of yourself and then you could see yourself as old or as young or something like that. And, I mean, that's kind of scary when, like, someone is able to develop something that looks fun. But in all seriousness, that shit looks like uh, he could probably get hacked or whatnot, if anything. Is there another chair that lowers? <laughs> that one doesn't have a ruler. Another chair that lowers, you said? Oh, that rolls. That one lowers. You have anything? But, I mean, yeah, it's just like a... Uh, everything kind of seems like a little shady when it comes to like you know apps being developed because you don't know what like those uh, developers intent is because honestly anyone could actually make an app around these days and you really don't know where like where the origin of it is really from because I mean it could say like oh yeah I developed this in like you know Silicon Valley or like you know outside of San Francisco or like uh Somewhere in the North Cal area, but you know, you, you really don't know that. That's what you want to hear, stuff, you know. Uh, sir, I mean, there's a there's a lot of chaos going around right here. Keep going, sir. You're good. I think I'm good. I'm not too sure, man. Hey, why don't we do um? Why don't we do a sip on this soon? Let's do a sip on this soon. So yeah, we got this. Much more Final thoughts? Final thoughts on this? It's life. You're made. Wow.
Going to thus on uh No no Hacking that's on hacking overall and just like Hacking has evolved to something that's just um How did you first come into like hacking and like you know the idea that Well there's ethical hacking and there's non ethical hacking, right? So I mean they teach courses on how to hack because that's how people secure information right and so with that i just think that um you know uh right now the the innocence of it has been lost just like anything else right when the internet yeah was uh consumer like mainstream you know what i mean like that's that's one thing right but yeah. this is all like it became the target of it yes but i think like in the end at, at the very end i just think that it should be really taken seriously um to a point where like you know what we're dealing with here is what originated from you know military technology right computers pcs all that shit came that was passed down to us from or, you know something that's like easy was easier to like cheat out you know like the blue boxes um yeah but i mean all that was passed down from us from people who were already using it for much greater purposes right and so i think yeah i think my final word is that like this shit is powerful and like you know the way you fuck with it is the way you fuck with it, right? But, or, oh, you're going to bleep me? Bleep me. The way you f*** with it is the way you f*** <laughs> with it, but, um, you, you can't know. always f*** with it. Yeah. Unless you know how to f*** with, with it. it. Yeah, and so... Did you mother be knowing about it? <laughs> we're having too much fun with yeah, this. Yeah, we're great. really having too much fun. Yeah, well, uh, that's enough bleeps, but I just think that, you know... Well, it's not you... Cocksucker. Hacking. <laughs> hacking. <laughs> it's so good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Beep. 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 There we go. Perfect. I need a cue. I mean, <sighs> I think that hacking just, uh, you know, is just a certain type of, of abuse. No, it's, it's an art, but it's an abuse of a technology that's been developed and passed down to us, you know, in ways that, you know, especially with AI and things like that, where you don't even have to think a computer will fucking when do all the math. When a computer figures out how to hack, it's over. Computers are already hacking. That's where you get all these it, random Everything's hacks. already but, automated. But, no, I'm, yeah. not, I'm saying, Why I'm do you think they ask like you, are you a robot or are you not? Yes, that's what I'm saying. That we talked about, we talked about bots earlier, but this is what I'm saying is if AI can literally write code to manipulate, you know, it software. It can. Oh, man, we're done. Yeah, we're already done. <laughs> done. These are we're automated, done. so. But I just think that, you know, with hacking, we should, that just exposes a a part of the technology that that we, that is, that can be that going used. going on still. It can be used for great, for good. It can be used for But it can it be used for. It has been used for good. For yeah. But it's also been used well, for, for bad. For, I mean, with anything, with music, with art, with any of our pillars that you showed today that we've talked about in any of our podcasts, any of the things could be used for good or bad. Yeah, if anything. You know, that's just everything in the world. That's just the balance of nature. I mean, I wanted to bring it up. to using the internet. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to bring this earlier, uh, but I just forgot, like, what the name was. 
But, I mean, like, we were talking about, like, the government surveillance, like, you know, our, our activity on the Internet. And, you know, like, uh, Snowden was a big figure that having to expose that. And a lot of people, and, like, labeled him as a hacker and stuff like that. But all he did was use his access of yeah. government information to expose shit. Yeah, but it's very, like, hack-related. So right, he's still because, in the same well, realm. No, because this is having, the thing is f- there is and i want to talk about this there is some type of correlation between hacking and whistleblowers yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. they just they're just the in the same realm they find, they're exposing that's yeah. what i'm saying is that's another part of hackers that we really haven't covered in this podcast right now yeah is i mean that thing yeah i mean with snowden like i just like again i seen a video about like all the moves that they um depicted hackers and then obviously they made a movie about snowden and one of the things they fi- they found that I was true is like they do actually use the software. The NSA uses the software called X uh, Keyscore, which is something that they use for like mass surveillance on uh, surveillancing like uh, internet activity. On us, someone. you know, basically all of us. It, I don't know if it's anybody that they want to point the finger on. Basically, yeah, anything that is just like like I need to-, to see every Mexican gentleman. From the ages of 18 so to 22 and see what they're into. Exactly. Yeah. Almost like the census and what, which is a big the one now that Biden. You give the internet, the more. It knows about you. That's why I said, you know, I wouldn't be shocked but in 10 to 15 like, years. It's also mirroring like, all, like companies having to use your data to sell out because you also know like the demographic. Exactly. Look, and when you go to apply to some jobs, like, they know your email. Once you give them your email address on that account, if you're not smart enough to, you know, have a, a social media email, then, uh, you know, a business email or a general email, they take those emails that you give them and they look you up online and find out what right. you were doing online or and in a sense. And, you know, websites you've gone to. to type exactly. Of re- to kind of reiterate and, like, go back. I mean, to, to kind of close and put this to, like, a point, dude, is, like, watch out what information you're giving the Internet. If you have devices, make sure your devices are locked. Make sure you have other protection besides the first protection. You want to get that secondary p- protection, yeah. whether you have an iPhone, whether you have an Instagram account, whether you have a Facebook account. Now your Facebook account basically serves as the main hub for your IG and your Facebook. So as long as you have all that shit locked down, you have your Facebook and you have your two people that you trust, set that up and you'll basically be good if anybody hacks your shit, you'll know those two contacts that will get the information yeah. of, you know what, my my shit got hacked. Those people can actually advocate for you, I think, and say, hey, this person's information got yeah. hacked, and you'll get full access back. Yeah, so, I mean, that's not a bad idea, you know, just doing things I mean, groups, so. w- the, the best way to counteract hacking is to be proactive about security measures, you yeah. know? If you're worried about it, if you don't really care, and, like, there are people of, like, what do I have to hide? You know, like I'm only posting pictures of my son or, you know, posting yeah, family pictures. But then this is the also thing you got to think about. There is fucking weirdos out there that will use that information to its fucking core to find out what you do every day. Where your son goes to school. Where your daughter goes to school. Yeah. Fucking shit like that. Where you live. Like, dude, if you post up posts that you just feel are normal... Also think about the repercussions of those posts yeah. and maybe archive them once you're done posting and getting the likes and comments and stuff like that. I think archiving is a very good tool to 
block hackers too because you get you're basically leaving less information on your personal profile for them to get from you and that's why computers have what is that what mode is that when you're online or doing anything where they can't where you uh the private mode exactly the uh browser has that exactly. yeah and i think uh safari does as well the private mode yeah private mode that's I, what you watch porn under yes that's how you want to do it <laughs> you don't want your history there i mean if you don't want it, <laughs> if you're super open about that shit, then go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. But, but leave it in your as, history. As, in your as history. you just say, there's still a digital footprint. Most people nowadays are, some people are hip to this, so they're destroying their RAM drives. And necessarily, just like back in the days when people would destroy files by uh, shredding them, the government's able now to take broken pieces from your drive or RAM that has all this memory or files on it. Fuck. And they're able, yes, they can. And take the little disc, it? reconstruct it, and so still take it in the microwave, bro. It's like, bro. <laughs> as he says, scary, the government bro. does have yeah. ways. There's, that's, that's what said. There, there is waves to it for them to do it. It's low key but, application. But they swallow as, everything. As hacking, if you think in a general sense, and I'm gonna go there, hacking is almost like a a sense in our world of freedom. It's a sense in our world as in able to Digital go against freedom. the norm and create your own way, you know, relating it back to the matrix and stuff, you know, you're in the matrix. So if you're in the matrix and you're in control of it, like Neil, and you're the you're one, you're able to control what you do. So breaking it down to layman turn, if I'm able to know as a coder or a hacker that if I go into this website or program to try to find these things, you know, I think it's custom. you can't do nothing about it. And something that was going on a couple of years ago, they were trying to pass net neutrality. Net neutrality would basically mean that like other countries here in the United States, the government will be able to control what websites you go on, what things you do, what you say, you know, as, more, as some other countries have and getting yeah, on with in another topic. Censorship. And censorship has never been a good thing because it just limits freedom. There's, but see, you're you're right. But then, as I said earlier, in California, there's loopholes. Every state has loopholes that you're able to take advantage of or have ways things are sub. Here in California, one of those loopholes that the government uses for that is, is that if you call any of these companies, they're recording you. But unlike other companies and other cities that don't have to tell you that they're recording you, here in California, maybe because of court cases or whatever, we came to the conclusion where you have to, you know, let the person know you're talking on the phone. Hey, this recording, you know, this is my, this is recording for, how do they say, for general purposes and, uh, you know, to help them better their company or ensure their company, you know? So, you're literally in California going online or talking to this person online or even over the phone, which is recording your whole conversation. Yeah. So it's like you have that. Then you have, in a sense, you have like how Biden right now for the whole United States passed the bill where if you have any type of account and you're making over six hundred dollars, the banks and these places have to report. You making six hundred dollars. So literally, that's in a sense is a form of them, of government hacking, or in a sense, they they don't even have to call it hacking. It just has to be what government is doing for the people in the United States, where they're like, "Hey, you made over six hundred dollars, so we hey, know really, it." I'm gonna have to cut you off because first of all, 
You're making my podcast sound real fucking boring. I think that's just you, motherfucker. I'm giving <laughs> oh facts God. just like you. I was like actually you. listening to him until you were distracted. Because I'm just kidding. Manny I'm just, wants okay, to be actually, this. I, I actually want to. I want to test something on the mix cast right now. While we're live, we're gonna hack he some says, shit. Fuck me, but let's we're gonna hack it. some shit. You ready, Breland? We're gonna hack some shit right Always. now. Always. We're gonna hack our module right now. We're gonna do some effects. Ready? Channel 13. 13. 13. It's the dots. It's the four dots. So I think we're going to... I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. See, and yet again, I, I this is the guy that drinks coconut beer. I need to have it there right there. I love coconut beer. Cocksucker. You missed it again. No, he didn't. That was fuck you. Cocksucker. Okay, you want to finish your point real quick, Breland? <laughs> I think cocksucker Basically, what I'm getting at is, is that these things are put into place by our government to stop you from doing these things. But, you know... Every day, you know, how how they say it now there's DYI hacks, there's everyday hacks to things. DYI, do it you know, yourself. that allow you That's to enough. get around these certain things. You know, for instance, a lot of people might not now want necessarily cash their checks at banks. They might go to liquor stores. You know, the loopholes around everyday normality. Now people also fucking cashing their checks using their mobile apps. Exactly. Yeah. You know, but. Like I said, Biden passed a bill to where if it's over $600, you you know, they have to report it now, which in a sense is they kind of if you if you but 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 getting back to everyday hacking, not necessarily computer hacking, but everyday hacking. You have people during this pandemic that were literally taking his social, her social, your social, my social and making money off of it. Yeah, and you know, That's using terrible. using our personal can, information, can, our assholes. Money. So and you, you know, know what? They are assholes, but, but you know, it's you know a what? hustle. And, it's and a you know what? it's That's a what, different way of looking. It's like they're they're thinking about every Outside which way of how to do it, and Outside that is that is actually in. For a weird reason, that's actually respectable to me. Like you're going is, through every then, fucking you know, way and like figuring out something. But if you, you have, have the normal crowd, oh, that, that's let me not finish my point. Concept. Okay, let ahead, me finish my ahead, point. Go ahead. The thing is this: if you have the mindset to dive deep into how to hack somebody and how to do this, why the fuck are you putting that same energy on how? to fucking crypto mine legally or how to fucking do cryptocurrency legally or do something of that sense that's actually a legal means of what you're doing you're gonna feel like you're doing True, something but shady it's, it's crypto a, mining it's actually is is legal but there's just it's a, a way to it has to be regulated it has to be regulated yeah there's people yeah. that are that's, like that's hooking up thing. like fucking 4,000 PS fives and shit and like exactly like, look at what happened in china it, with no the, there was the actually mining, you know? a uh so in, in i want to say i want to say it was like in israel mining somewhere in the middle east somewhere in the middle east but Syria. this brother and sister had actually built a fucking crypto mining center of like 500 plus consoles yeah, you get and they were making like g's a day like, like g's china. bro china was big into that they like that's what i'm talking that. about it's, it's like that but that but dude think about it like somebody out in the fucking desert like with only a certain amount of means to get it are you mad at them okay but hold on hold on it's, it's right? the, it's may the, i ask I may i ask a question may i ask I wanna, a I question remain the floor here we're talking about cryptocurrency also solo people by the way is not our digital currency 
a form of cryptocurrency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about it. It's not cash, money. When you put your shit in the bank, I don't know if you guys know what happens with the bank, right? You but like zero, zero, zero. Well, what happens is interest. Yeah. What happens is that the bank takes your money and says that you have that much money in your account. But what they're doing is they're issuing loans and making interest off of your money, they're right? Basically By using your money. Yeah. Basically using your money as um. Yes, as, but it's here's here's a investment. here's the um into stocks. From it. Here's the correlation I'm trying to make, because right? They have so much. It's money. a number on a screen. Exactly. Right. So how much more? I mean. I'm not going to say what's right or what's wrong or what's shady or what's not, right? But at the same time, that's a form of, of cryptocurrency. It's something that literally doesn't exist. Yeah. But is a form that, it's that's a real. Currency. And, I mean, and it's so crazy because the only thing is hey, on, the bank on, regulates it. I'm fucking excited on this topic. Well, the bank true. regulates it, but cryptocurrency is obviously not regulated exactly. right so and as that's of now as yeah. as of yeah until shit gets out of out of control right but we'll see where it gets from it's that. it's I mean, still the same idea you put your actual physical cash mm-hmm. into a place and then it comes out on the other side as a digital as a like, number D almost like a digital uh what do they call them offshore accounts yeah. Well, no, not even that. It's, it's not even that. Now you can go to this account and also go to that bank and pull that money out physically if you need it, right? Right. That's True. currency. It's so crazy because we're talking about this and it remind me of something. But no, but check that, that that actually happened in the past. Let me, I let also want to touch on. Let me touch on this quick, one real quick. Let me touch on this real quick. Go ahead. Just going into that, it's also like Venmo and and all that PayPal stuff. That's another way of hacking. Like yeah. you said earlier, it's it's PayPal, it's all that stuff. It's like people are finding a way into other people's accounts and doing that as well. Back doors. Yeah. And it's so crazy because I'm going to touch on uh, something that happened with the old bank, which was Washington Mutual and uh, other banks. Yeah, yeah. For instance, Washington Mutual had a thing um, um, in the Norwalk area, at least where I was at, where you know you would use Washington Mutual. That was the bank that you had at that time, which was called Wild Mood and Washington Mutual, whatever you knew it as. Wild and l- literally, sometimes I remember going going to deposit money into my account or withdraw money and as he said they would use your money or take your money and put in other people's accounts where at one point in time I had like I put $3,000 into my account I went to check it which was a data breach that they had which is why Washington Mutual doesn't exist anymore because they had that and had class action class action lawsuits where I went into my account and this happened it still happens today where people go into their account and have Fifty thousand dollars, sixty thousand. I had ninety thousand dollars in my account. Ninety thousand dollars in my account at twenty-one. And my thing was, I listened to my mother. But you know, realistically, anybody that put three thousand on her account then went to go, you know, take care of your personal business or withdraw money later and see ninety thousand dollars in your account, and you're like, wow, you know, it's too good to be true. But the money be actually there. You can. It's been did before. I've seen news reports on it where people 
had 170,000, you know, half a million dollars in their account yeah. and it wasn't their money, but it was placed in their account because a mistake might have been a digital. And they pulled yeah. it all out and, and that's left to fucking Costa Rica. Exactly. It, it, it could happen. But see, it's minute, simple things that have to do with data coding and hacking where, you know, your account might be 5561 and they might have put 5562. This or it might even be simply, for example, two, for example, two accounts. I had, I had an ex right? 10 plus years ago, or this person, I'm not going to give their name, but they were giving government assistance and they had an EBT card and they, hey, I got a job. I'm off the county. I don't need this help anymore. But for almost two years straight, their EBT card still got $800 plus on it. Yeah. And what did that person do? She actually took that money and was spending and using it on herself. So there's things like that that happen every day that's digitally in what we deal with, where the government is now trying to figure out new ways to stop that. So you have the $600 thing that Biden's doing. You have you were now where people who are on unemployment and taking advantage of it. That was something that people dreaded or didn't like to use or barely used, or they figure out during this pandemic that we were currently in. They were able to, oh, well, if I get him and him and her the same way I might go downtown and ask homeless people for their Social Security, I can go get, you know, their, their what was it called? What was That's this so shit called? Why would, it, why would but they see, do that? But so see, I'm, I'm for it. I'm for it. The reason why I say I'm not saying that it's right. I'm not saying it's politically something that we should do, but. It's something that's challenging the government. It's something that's challenging everyday life. And that's what hacking is in a sense. It's challenging the normality that we're living in to create new other ways. Now, like Manny said, it should be that energy that is taken to do these hacking things should be put towards positive things. But you have people that are finding back doors to ways possible. And it's too good. It's yeah. too good to pass up. I get it, people. It's too good to pass. But then there's long-term effects. So much information. It's, it's long-term effects. And you know what? And, and, and some of those people look at it like this. If I don't expose this, if I don't take advantage of the situation and they don't know about it, somebody did. else is. Yeah. Somebody else is going to do it and it's I'm not going to get it. Someone else's opportunity to make that shit. Exactly. So, you and know, it's, I get it's, that part. Up, it's up for grabs, but really. look. It's an honor. It's the, Obviously, it's a dishonor we, want, we want to live in an ethical world. You want to live in a world where you can make the most money off of the things that you know, man. But like, yeah, this Anything. is the thing, man. Final thoughts. Final thoughts on hacking. If you can hack, you figure it out, and you f- you break it, you can get paid for it. AKA video games. They pay people to find out different things that are broken in their games, and they pay them for it. Mm-hmm. If you can find discrepancies in information and, and people that already do cybersecurity already do this. They basically go, they hack into somebody's system, a company's system, and what they do is this. Hey, we have information from everybody. Um, we want to get paid this much to take care of your uh, cybersecurity. We'll send you all the PDFs of all your information. Here you go. This is everything we were able to download. And they they go clean with it. They're like, this is every, this is, you're exposed. Huh. Like, you're completely exposed. You're naked. Here's everything right. that you have to offer. Here's all your credit card information, everything, everything where all the accounts where you're like doing everything. But now we have it. We're not going to do anything unethical with it, but we're giving you now the opportunity to pay us as protection. Mafia boss, baby. Extortion. Extortion. <laughs> Okay, this is the future. 
of cybersecurity, extortion. That's my final words on that. That's that's actually very interesting because everyone wants to feel secure, and then the only way to like actually feel secure is to gain the trust. So, I mean, everyone's vulnerable at this point. I really feel like hacking is really like gone down to like a path where like okay, well, we're gonna get someone that's like very vulnerable and get everything from what they can. I mean, like it started off with like blue boxes, and now it's just become something that's like Keanu Reeves, man. How do you want to take advantage? Oh, Keanu Reeves. Everybody loves Everybody Keanu. loves him. So might as well just use him as a policy, you know, an authoritarian Crazy, policy and say like, oh, well, I'm doing this event. And then, you know. Final thoughts. Make it two shit. sentences, Breland, because I know you can fucking go on. Just like go you, on. you cocksucking. A couple fucking sentences. Final thoughts. Let's go. I don't know what your <laughs> cocksucker. <laughs> Final thoughts. Didn't work it up. Like I said. He's a goddamn sucker. Two minutes late. It's Sergio. When it comes to generally anything <laughs> that has to do with hacking, that be too much fun with it. It's like I said. It's a way that how what is a group called that I, that I really want to touch on that we didn't get a chance to talk Anonymous. about? Anonymous. Anonymous. Yeah. Wow. They're they're using what the government's hiding to let everyday people know. So I will say it's like a marauder. Robin Hood factor in today's society. It's a modern day Robin Hood. We touched on that a couple yeah. times, I think tonight. It, it definitely yeah, it, is, definitely but it but is. but you know, just like the internet, it could be used, as you said, for good or bad. That's all I gotta say. Jermaine, I mean, yeah, we touched on it. Just to reiterate, I'm gonna throw this pill. The internet is a tool. Just like anything else, it's not good or bad. Hacking is a tool. It's not good or bad. It's what yeah. people. Um, do with with that with that information and with that technology, right? And so it's the people that are bad or good or neutral or average or whatever it is, right? And so everything that's put into our hands, you know, as um, mankind or whatever you want to call it, is has the potential to be exponentially good or exponentially bad. And so right now we've been talking we've been talking about hacking in a negative connotation, but Actually, hacking is is not, in essence, good or bad. Yeah, it's, it's a thing that people can do. It's, it's the people that that it's that like a drug. It's like no, it's like any to other the man. technology. It's like the internet. It's like smartphones. Well, um, I mean, yes, but also we've been we've been desensitized to the word hacking too because right. before it was hella serious. It was hella, oh shit, I got hacked. Now it's like. Sony got hacked and nobody gives a fuck. Uh, Google got hacked. Nobody uh, gives a fuck. Happened. Like, no, uh, nobody like, cares. Oh, bro, I got hacked on my social media. Yeah, like nobody cares. And so it's been so normalized yeah, now that it's yeah. like and on, on such a massive scale, too, that people, people are desensitized to the fact that, you know, hacking. And they only care if it's their own personal shit, like their Facebook or this or that, you know. Like, oh, now, now I care. But at the same time, it's like, okay. Yeah. Well, like I said, hacking can be a good thing because the people that are hacking can use that those hacking skills to battle other hackers, right? You know what so I mean? Or they can use those hacking like skills to to I think do well the for the for the community, right? But at the same time, I would say that, you know, at the end of the day, technology in itself and any type of uh 
advance in technology that we have, whether it be from analog to digital or gi- digital to whatever we're going, we're going into like quantum shit right now. Any and so Captain whatever crunch whistle. Yeah. But whatever happens, it's not bad or good. It is a Captain the, crunch the people whistle. who take hold of that, you know, and get their first hand on it. It, it will take yes. on that conno, that connotation. Right. And so, like I said, hacking is not a bad thing. It could be a great thing. You know, I definitely agree with that. It's like, it's, it's a thing that exists. Technology is a thing that exists, just like a musical instrument. You can learn to play a musical instrument and be a fucking badass. Or you can learn a musical instrument and suck, but still know how to kill a person with a musical instrument. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, can like, I just... The power within. Yeah. yeah. Can I just... The power within. It's just like yeah. electricity. We'll go back to analog electricity. Yeah. We have Nikola Tesla. One. We have uh, Thomas Edison, right? And Nikola Tesla was like, yo, you can fucking kill an... Ele- you can... F- you can... F- 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 fucking... <laughs> kill an elephant with this. And Edison was like, I can make money off of this. <laughs> Edison was you, like, wait. You, you and mother- so there's a difference. Like, Instead of scaring people, let me get people used to the well, idea of it, having this around. It, it, it exposes the, pol- the polarity of every tech. Mo- every light bulb I sell will be $2 in my pocket. Well, it exposes the polarity of, of technology, right? And that that being, you know, Nikola Tesla, like, I mean, obviously people fuck with him now. Well, yeah. I no, like but at, at that time, Edison polarity. capitalized yeah. it, yeah. right? And so he made more money off of it while you know nikola tesla was more of a scientist about him was like look this is pretty pretty dangerous you know what i mean and if we if we would have listened to him if we would have listened to him we wouldn't have been we wouldn't be where we're at yeah yeah basically we would have harnessed electricity in the in the proper way instead of trying to make ends yeah right and that's where edison comes in comes in and comes in line you know he was capitalizing and maybe that will be also an extension of hacking too. People have tried to hack, you know, the power system and trying to get f- free power and free internet and free whatever, right? Yeah. Also, I mean, it doesn't stop at that service. Yeah. What services now are people hacking that they're costing us? Phone service, cable service, okay? Uh, streaming services. Streaming services. I mean, um, just like PlayStation before, network before, services. Yeah, before even that happened, people used to, you know, uh, get satellite or, you know, providers from yeah. like, their neighbors and stuff. Yes. That was that just get an extension. Yeah, it's just that simple. Well, it it's is. all technology. And 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 those are people that that once again own our 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 data. And I think on the most positive note and the most, I guess, even resistant note is that we need to fucking be more in charge and more in control of where the fuck our data is going and stand up to it. Because, you know, most of the average people who don't think at all, they're just like, yeah, well, Facebook, oh, yeah, I I've done it. You know, Facebook, Starbucks. Boop. yeah, yeah. And you just click it and they have all your information, right? my email. And now your shit is out there. Points in there. Yeah. Now, now it's out there. And so I think we as a people need to be more um, possessive and conscious of our own data because there's a documentary on Netflix that talks about a guy that was like, your data that was going friend. into data. some real shit and he was talking about you know your own data be yeah. the boss of your own digital no but footprint. you you actually can't yeah I know That's once you join social part. media it's gone yeah no once you do do anything it's it, it's gone and so anything. we are you know they're making money off of us they're hacking us like yo fucking hack me but break me off. Yeah. Fuck all that. 
You know what I mean? Like, if we're talking just money or if I'm Edison, like, hack me, but break me off. If I'm Nikola Tesla, well, hack me, but that's dangerous, man. That's yeah. not a good thing, you know? So pick, pick one side, you know, pick one side, and we see who's on which side and when, who's on the other side, right? And so capitalization is the American way, obviously, and so... We are, you know, we are geared towards that, capitalizing anything that's going to push, uh, anything that's new, right, and 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 can can push um, people forward in a way. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like that's my data. That is your like data fuck it. Like I should sue the company that got breached for fucking with my data, but uh, you can't because you clicked. I agree. Just yeah. to give a, uh, I mean. You clicked. I agree, ladies and gentlemen. You agree, and that's it. Give him some applause. Well, all I gotta say about this, just thinking about this, like overall, like I just think about humanity as a whole, and you know, we used to use tools to survival. Now we use tools to like gain one, gain one over another, oh, and I feel like that's just kind of scary. And you know, I mean, it's a really complicated history between like humanity and all that and it's scary yeah so i mean that's uh, all i think it's about 2001 a space odyssey is having that correlation between the bone and now we have satellites but now it's more it's much more than that you know it's just like uh, you you become more complex people predicted the you know we go our orson wells or aldous huxley our fucking you know stanley kubrick's they already told us yo like Reason this is these are people from back in the day i was like yeah. yo we're going in the wrong direction they were telling us like 40 <laughs> 50 years ago i was like yo you're fucking up like we're yeah. this is not good we're gonna kill you yeah we're gonna kill ourselves with our ideas yeah exactly because they're not that great because it's all about what the moolah and moolah uh, right now means so it's going gone down to something. capitalism or that form of you know well money. Yeah, but, but okay also check this out you can hack robots to do artistic things you could hack a robot to do creative i wish i could see more of that you know what i'm saying and that is also another touch of this that we will see on hacking volume two for now i think we got to lock it up and lock it in let's just go for it so do we have a sip on this recent something in music media tv movies you want to recommend all right so you want to recommend today or tonight which is what's the date or tonight uh now we're the 18th saturday the the hour of the 18th september 18th yeah 19 uh 1991 i'm just kidding i'm just kidding 2021 um actually today is national batman day i heard it on a fucking radio station so i'm I'm a batman fan so uh happy national batman day or night wherever you are uh even if you missed it when you hear the podcast no not even that it's fucking you know what i mean when i was born in the dark darkness you know what i mean yeah you know yeah yeah what would break first your your your, you know your spirit or your spine yeah your body orders or your spirit body broke his spine right and so happy national batman day from a fucking absolute batman fanatic um i'm about it a hundred percent so that's that's my fucking good shout out yeah, good shout out to fucking Batman. Na 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 Batman. What you got? What you got, Serge? So, uh, fuck, you really got me cornered right here. No, you don't have anything. Honestly, I'm trying to think of something. Oh, your shit. Uh, ah. I got something, and it's gonna catch you really fucking off guard. Rob Zombie mm-hmm. 
has created his own coffee company. Good. So now you can buy Rob Zombie's coffee because coffee is apparently part of Rob Zombie's daily life like most of us. And you know, let me tell you, you're going to be a zombie until you drink Rob Zombie's coffee. Talking about that, uh, Maynard from Tool actually owns his own wine company. Oh, really? Yeah, he does. That's your sip on this? That's pretty good. Sure, why not? I've never heard that. Yeah, he did. He, uh, I heard it from the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> oh, also, the reason I found out about that, because, uh, you know, um, Rob Zombie's doing the Adams Family movie. Not sure if you guys know about that. Oh, yeah, I know about that. They sip on this? Yeah, it's yeah, it's coming. I, I don't know what day it's coming, but also, like, uh, they've been doing, like, advertisers on that. Yeah, it's going to be freaking awesome, I think. It's He's funny. a big fan of that. Yeah. Breland, what you got? Video games? Video game news? No. Uh, Battlefield still. Newest news for me is definitely has to be the fact that we're all sitting here and doing this podcast, so I'm appreciative of it. Yeah, we got the new mix cast on this. Hope you guys like the audio. And uh, I think I we're like going to take it out with the song. I at your sister. Thank you, everybody, for uh, tuning in. Turn the, turn the Bluetooth up. Yeah, is it on? Turn it up. Turn the Bluetooth up. My headphones uh, up. Can't hear it. Go ahead and go ahead and put it in there. Welcome to Golden Crabcast. This is Mansky Fresh and Sergio signing out. You can catch us on Golden Craftcast. We're with our guests here, Breland and Jermaine. You guys on again? The theme song again is made by our homie Dennis. Kicks in our hi hat. Full form version soon. Dennis the Menace. Soon enough, man. Thank you for listening and peace out. Golden Craft Cast on IG. Later.